I said, ooh, the name is on the front. The raps are out, but name is still on the front. Keeping it short this week, boys right. and girls. A little weekend for everybody, but uh, off the top, R.I.P. Raptors 2020. Yeah, that was. I liked how you kept it. You kept the uh, song Toronto centric yeah. this week. We needed that. Yeah, you know we're uh, we're having a little memorial here for uh, what was or what could have been of the Raptors' 2020 season. Um, personally, I'm very proud of the guys. I think we exceeded expectations for what we were supposed to be doing, and. The petty fan in me says, guess what? Kawhi didn't make it any farther than us. That means Kawhi made a mistake, well, and we didn't. Jamal Murray holding yeah. it down for Canada, taking out Kawhi. But I think, yeah, what you said, like the raps, it's obviously right after the game, You, with all the stuff that happened with Siakam not playing that well, I think there's a lot of negativity. But I think overall this team, that was a pretty good season considering what they were on paper going into the year. A lot of people wrote them off. People were picking them to like be a fringe playoff team, which is crazy. And then they went to Game 7 with a team that has, I know they lost Game 1, but has a pretty decent chance of going to the finals. I think that series is a coin flip, Miami-Boston. So, overall, pretty solid season for the Raps. They have a lot of questions now going into the offseason. Yeah, I think a lot of the negativity comes from the way they lost, too. Especially in Game 7, where it was just keep feeding Pascal Siakam over and over again. And it was just, he couldn't, he didn't, he just, for whatever reason, he just didn't have it. Yeah, and it was just it, even, it was frustrating to watch just him dribbling off his feet, turning the ball over, trying to post up Jalen Brown and be unsuccessful. Like it was just it was hard to watch. But again, I don't know if they had any better option. Really, it's like they could have maybe done something different and got squeaked by that game. But like, if you want to win the title, that you at some point would have needed Pascal Siakam to be that offensive yeah. focal point. So you might as well try and get him to become that in that series. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work, and they lost. So I think today we, uh, we give a, a year in review um, of the Raptors season, uh, the, the epitome of Toronto sports over these last two years, kind of the peak of excellence uh, in Toronto. Um, I'm just appreciative that we had these two years. You know, like, I'm, I'm not I'm, – I'm sad that it's over, but I'm – I'm just glad it happened. It's kind yeah. of a like a hell of a run when you start yeah. back. Like even just going back to the like the Lowry trade when they first got Kyle Lowry, and then like I guess the I guess the real start is the Rudy Gay trade. Mm -hmm. That's like the start of this era of the I Raptors team. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah I after got us. I, Demar Derozan after Chris Bosh left. Well, that was the start of like regular season success, but then it was always like the playoff questions. And then the, like, but that was the first step. But I like that. Yeah, it was a nice journey. Yeah, like you it was. Of, it's like a pretty storybook journey when you think about it. Yeah, like, and even like mixed in, there's some like sad parts. Like Demar gets traded. Yeah. it's a little bit sad, mm -hmm. but like that's what we needed to do. There's to Lebronto, the just Lebron just crushing yeah. them in the playoffs three years in a row and it's which like, is i think the only stone left unturned that they didn't beat lebron yeah i really do i think that is the that that could have been and i think this is why it kind of hits me a little hard that could have been the uh what is it the pierre de resistance what was that what is <laughs> that? The resistance. that yeah piece de resistance yeah so like that could have been just the cherry on top we finally end the lebronto shit but i think we all things considered we were out. We were outmatched against the Celtics, and we pushed it to seven. Like, let, let's yeah. be like let's they be were clearly here. the better team. Yeah, they, it just there's no way around it. Yeah. Like, and 
we made that series closer than it probably should have been mm-hmm. on the back of Kyle Lowry mostly, I think. This team, too, that you have to like, what you have to like about this team over the last two years, like even this year without Kawhi, when you look at like, if you just take like the core seven, like off the core two, like there's no, nothing negative ever came about any of these guys. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like basically a positive off the court. And then what they did this season with guys getting hurt, like guys stepping up. Uh, getting a having a better record in the regular season without Kawhi than they did last year mm-hmm. with him, even though Kawhi I know was l- load managing, only playing a third of the games. But so, do you guys want to go over Game Seven just because we haven't had an episode since then? Yeah, we'll do just, just a, a quick, quick recap. We, we were gonna do one, I guess, after the yeah. game, but we were sad. The, the mood didn't feel right. Exactly, we were sad. I drank way too many uh, vodka mango juices. Well, and mango I was, juice. Yeah, I didn't have orange juice the one time uh, that I did that I wanted to have screwdrivers, and then I went to the com- the, the convenience store and they had mango juice on sale. And I was like, that would probably <laughs> that be does pretty sound good. pretty That'd good. Probably be pretty good, and it was it's delicious, but it's like Kinda way like, it's way too much sugar, and it's just yeah. a hangover in a in a glass. Because like, I've had those insane. like the mango white claws; those are pretty good. Yeah. So, but like it's it's way more. Mango I think yeah. vodka with any. Fruit juice is probably Gonna actually. As I'm saying that, I think apple might be gross, but <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah, what what is that? Is there a word? Apple juice and vodka. I'll but see like, if there's a if there's cranberry a juice is good. That's the only fruit juice I'm thinking. Like pa- pineapple juice would be good. Yeah, anything that has like a an overwhelming sweetness. Oh, uh, isn't that an apple teeny? <laughs> I guess it is. Yeah, but uh, but don't martinis not have vodka? I thought martinis had rum. Um, yeah, yeah. It just this it's calling it a, an apple teeny or a vodka apple juice. So no creative well, that, names that, for yeah. that. <laughs> Very uninspired. No, martini is gin and vermouth, according to this. Mm, but an apple teeny is 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 apple juice, simple syrup, absolute vodka, and apple liqueur. Maybe that's sponsored by Absolute. Yeah. Yeah, it says Absolute <laughs> drinks. <laughs> yeah. So they they're obviously so just ev- you're on to them. <laughs> yeah. You're a rum and them. coke on Absolute <laughs> yeah. drinks is Absolute vodka and coke. <laughs> yeah, rum and coke. Come on, rum and coke, Absolute vodka, rum. <laughs> yeah. And some cocaine. <laughs> Good. Scotch on the rocks, yeah. just apple, Absolute vodka with ice. That's all you need. Delicious. It's really good. Um, but yeah, so I we got a little bit too hungover to do a recap. Or at least I did. Yeah, I was. Uh, I got trapped downtown. I was as upset. Well. Yeah, it was upsetting. And you know, like the thing about Game Seven too is like we did have a shot at the end. Oh, oh. the uh, we well, Grant Mill. They Grant missed Williams both of those free throws, 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 and then we the fouled them out. again. I don't. We really just like, missed. We just fu- like the yeah. box out wasn't there. Yeah, that was that was like the most mm-hmm. deflating moment of the whole thing because. I remember when he was... We're when, down two when he missed both Yeah, those. and Grant, when he was stepping up to take those free throws, I would have bet a lot of money that he would have missed at least one. Yeah. I think, because he looked like he wanted no part of that, stepping up to the line, and he hadn't played most of the game. He was only in there because Tice fouled out. And it, like... And it was like the perfect break. scenario. It was yeah. like the perfect guy at the line. You know he's going to miss at least one. And then, mm-hmm. of course, it's Tatum who grabs the rebound I think and we takes just, the free throws. I think we just used up all our magic. You're right. Yeah, yeah there was a lot. We had a lot of magic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Throughout the, it was just the last like, two years, too. Yeah. Like, their their magic quotas through mm-hmm. the roof. Yeah. That's why it's it's not as, like, obviously, I was at the right when that game ended, I was sad. But it's not, it doesn't, it's. It's not hitting me the way that, like, a Leafs no. does. Because, like, no, the no, Leafs, no. there's like. Because the Raptors, they've, like, They've done it. They did it mm-hmm. last year, and it was like, 
I just I appreciate the ride. The Leafs, like, they need to do it before I can yeah. give them yeah. any benefit of the doubt. With, with this, the Raptors, you look at the series, like, series. We, we, maxed, we basically maxed out what this team was going to do this year, I think. Yeah. Even mm. though I know Pascal, like, people are... Pascal's taking a lot of shit. Which is a little bit unfair. I saw well, that. I don't know if it's unfair, but he, like... He didn't play good, No, but he I, did not. I don't I think, think it we is need to li- run him out of town. No, I think it God, is a little no. bit. That, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it is a little bit unfair. Um, I mean, obviously, the money comes into it, and that's, like, we're paying him a lot of money to be our star in the, in the playoffs, and the playoffs are what you get paid to play. But, like, I saw this stat where Kyle Lowry, at the age of 26... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, as that's when right, he got yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, in. as of right now, as of right now, if he was if he was 26 years old, he would have zero All Star appearances. He wouldn't be a starter on any team. He would have been, I think he averaged like eight points a game, like two two assists, and now he's like a perennial All Star. And we talked about him last last week about probably being a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So it's like things can happen. This guy started playing basketball when he was 17. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater mm-hmm. yet. And I think hey, like he's he's still growing as a player. There's a reason where he was almost up for he was almost he was the most improved player last year, and I heard whispers that he could have been the most improved player again this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was he, like well, and he just got named to the second team all yeah. NBA. Yeah. The thing with him too is that every year he's gotten better, like coming back from the offseason. So I, and I have no doubt he's gonna do that again this year. But it's just like cut the guy a little bit of a break. But I think it's fair to criticize the way he played in yeah. that. In every, that series, every star player sometime in their career has been shut down before. Oh, every yeah. single one. Yeah. Okay. Jalen Brown, he shut him down. He shut down Pascal Siakam. We had no answer for it. That's really what it was. I think Raptors fans are a little bit hypersensitive to the choking in the playoffs kind of thing, just because of where it's Toronto. They, where, well, that and then like we've seen Demar Derozan in the playoffs, and even Kyle Lowry early on in his career, we saw just how much they struggled. Mm-hmm. early on in the postseason. And the difference with Pascal and DeMar is that Pascal doesn't kill you on the defensive end the way DeMar yeah, did. Where if DeMar is not contributing offensively, he's doing nothing. Right. He's probably a net negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Pascal is like, guarding their best, people, their best well, offensive player. Everyone, like, there was, you see people on like Twitter like, why is Pascal in the game? It's like, do you want Norman Powell out there guarding like, like, like Jason Tatum? Like, that's, where, you, that's where people yeah, don't like, – yeah, people, that's where people show their ignorance to like what they're talking the about. The only like, other option yeah. they had was their put reaction, Serge in there. But Serge would have got – destroyed on yeah. the offensive end. They're, reac- so. they're reactionary fans where they're just like like what's in front of me right now, that's exactly what I'm what what I'm seeing. Like oh yeah. yeah. It's just my laptop. Well it's the same thing okay. with like even though I think I think Gasol towards the end of this series actually was horrible, but like Nick there was a, there was always like like Marcus Hall would get zero points and people were like why is why is Marcus Hall getting any minutes yeah, on this yeah, and he's shutting like, people yeah. down and he's like the, he's yeah. like their second facilitator on yeah. offense too like, right um can I just look at like points and be like oh there's no reason this guy should be on the floor yeah so I'm, gonna, I'll be honest too I think there were moments when like if Pascal dribbled off his foot or something I probably reacted like oh get him off the floor like just in the moment I'm like just sit him but I think when you step back and think I've, about it it just never made sense to do that I never said that I just kept on saying like stop giving him the ball yeah. yeah like use him as a decoy sure but like stop giving him the green light to shoot because he's not hitting them but yeah like but- i it's felt like every time he got the ball he was going he was just driving the hoop and doing that like back in thing and it's like they know what you're gonna do pretend like you go up and kick it out because yeah, they all well, collapse i think yeah they I don't mind the like going to him, but he needs to like have better decision making. He needs yeah. to adjust to what what they're doing against um, him instead of like just reading the game script and doing what he always does. 
Like, you saw that with Tatum, where Tatum would drive. Like, they got so many quarter threes off Tatum driving, and then we would collapse, and then Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown would be wide open mm-hmm. in the corner. But it's like Siakam wasn't even mm-hmm. that's looking. Like, the blinders were on. That's the next step, I think, in his career is the playmaking. Because yeah. when you look, like, DeMar, with DeMar, the whole thing was he's just got to get a three. If he can add a three, that's all he's got to do. And I think for Pascal, that's that's if he can become even, like, a passable playmaker, like, if he... You can do that every once in a while, give them something to think about. That will help him immensely on the offensive his end. His shooting still needs to improve. But I think he's a good enough shooter for a, like a power forward where it's like you respect his shot. I think he like the contested pull-up threes are not something he needs to be doing all the time. No. But it's just like I like he is passable enough as a shooter, I think. And if he can – the playmaking will help him so much more because it gives the defense something they have to respect, whereas right now they can just – they know he's – Exactly. If, if he, they know that he this guy can make a pass, they're not going to be col- like collapsing as hard on him. And if he passes out right now, he's not pa- – like. It's almost like a reset pass. It's not like a, it's not like a pat like a progression pass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like it's like the I see re- this guy in the corner. He's ready to shoot. It's pass it to Kyle like, and let's reset the offense. Yeah, which is not which. That's like the weakness of our team is our half court offense. Yeah, and you're just like slowing it down. And you just more. wasted eight seconds trying to post yeah. up Jalen Brown. And it, yeah. So the yeah that the offense needs a little work going into the next season. So let's do a year. Let's do a year in review, like. Through regular season, throughout the playoffs, let's go step by step, like positives, negatives, going into next year. What do you guys think? Like, I think a big positive is some of the young guys we have on this team are able to contribute, and mm-hmm. we've seen that. Th- we saw that throughout the year. Maybe they didn't contribute in the playoffs because they're not ready. But we have guys like Terrence Davis. He made the All Rookie Team this year. Um, he's coming up. He's an up and comer. Another co- another Masai find, kind of like a Fred Van Vliet. Where he was undrafted. Well, and he's and just and and we brought him in, and he's he's done very well. Depending so. on what happens with Fred, too, he potentially is going to have a big role in this team next year. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's, he could be like like the sixth. He could be the sixth or seventh man yeah. off the bench. Too. Rondé Hollis Jefferson, a guy that I really like, didn't get a lot, any play really any playoff minutes, but I liked what he brought. He we kind of gave him a second chance. He was a really high draft pick and just never really worked. Uh, where was he? Was he in uh, Arizona? He, oh, the. Rondé Hollis Jefferson, uh, like the team he? he played for. Yeah. Uh, he, he played for Brooklyn, but Brooklyn, he yes. went to college at Arizona. Yeah, so he was he was a very high draft pick. Never really worked in Brooklyn. We gave him a chance, and he looked good off the bench. And I believe he's back again next year. Maybe he can do some stuff yeah, for he's us. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. So yeah. hopefully, maybe the, we can sign him, or maybe he had a good enough year where he can get paid somewhere else. But the, that, that's the, good. The funny thing with him is they have with Rondé, they kind of have the both versions of the flyer that worked out and the flyer that didn't work out. And mm-hmm. it's Stanley Johnson is the exact opposite side where it's yep. like, and the crazy well, thing he's is they're gonna both be back they're, Yeah. He's got, a, he has a 3 million player. He, he is not declining that. Three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, it's, they're both wing players from Arizona who were high draft picks in the same draft that didn't work out with their original team. One, they both came to the Raptors as kind of a flyer. I think they signed them the day Kawhi went to LA. Mm-hmm. They brought these two guys in and we'll, like Rondé worked out really well as a defensive, just like a, He's just like JYD 2.0, JYD 3.0, because Damari Carroll is JYD 2.0, obviously. But yeah, he just worked out as like an energy guy, and then Stanley Johnson just did nothing all year long. Chris right? Boucher, another pleasant surprise. Yeah, he's a useful player for yeah. sure. He's an, an agent of chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he just comes in and like he comes in and like good or bad, something crazy is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's either like blocking shots, hitting wild threes. Yeah, he was yeah. Just, like Trey Boucher. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they got him. They got Matt Thomas too. Matt mm-hmm. Thomas was he was basically the eighth man by the end of that yeah. Celtic series. He's, and that's why no matter who we lose, and we are going to be Pat losing McCaw. 
at least one of Serge Gasol or Fred. At least well, one. Like, probably, probably more uh, than one. Well, that's at, like the assets right now. Like out of those three, who if Keep you Serge. have to pick, who's not back? Oh, Gasol uh, for sure. I don't. I think there's no. I don't think Gasol comes back. No. There's no way. You don't think he comes back? Because I don't think he's gonna. Unless he comes back on like a very cheap, like short term deal. Do you think he's getting more than like four or five million dollars next year? Uh, man, the thing, the NBA, like there's these bad teams will pay guys a lot of money. Mar- like, is Marcus Gasol gonna want to do that though? Maybe he'll go back to Memphis. That's the only. Yeah, I could see that. But like, do you think he's gonna want to go? Like he's not gonna want to go play for the Knicks, I don't think. Maybe if they give him like twenty million. I mean, maybe a team but... like the like the Lakers or something signs him as a guy who comes up. The yeah, bench. the Lakers is a good call. I can call see to Memphis happening. Go play with Jaw. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still like I, that. That's like where he went to high school. Like, yeah, that's Mem- his that's his hometown, right? Memphis basically. could make sense because he came over when his when Powell was playing there. So he, I think you have to sign Serge. Serge had the best year of his like gonna, uh, he, like of his career. He's so gonna be expensive. They have. Yeah. You think he's gonna be? I don't even think. Well, I think after that playoffs. Yeah, I, I think like he'll he's probably their get, second best player. I think he'll probably get fifteen million dollars a year. Yeah. That's probably. But like the same, so they have about forty-four well, million dollars under the luxury tax when you look at it for next year, and that like I don't think they're gonna want to go too high into that. But are you saying sign sign Serge to a one-year deal? Yeah, I would. Because they want to keep the books clean yeah, after and, twenty after next year, right? And like I think Serge is a guy. You're not, like if you're signing Fred, it's probably longer than a one year deal. The, I don't know if you want to give two of of those guys more than one. one the year one deals. thing I can see with Serge, the team that kind of scares me for him is the Pelicans. That's kind of a team where I could see him being a bit of a fit with a little Gasol, presence. Mark Gasol too, actually, with them. Just like a veteran big who can space the floor for basically like he would replace Derek Favors. Yeah, and let Zion work. Yeah, right? he, yeah, yeah. So the, those would be the two teams that kind of scare are the two the one team that scares me for those two guys, but I don't think I don't think Serge is going to get a ton of money unless like. Do you the, want to hear my hot take for the Pelicans? Yeah, go for it. I think Ingram's going to be better than Zion next year. <laughs> I do. He was do- like every game I watched of the Pelicans, he was just dominating. Yeah, like he's sick. But like, I'm. Su- I mean, obviously, like it, that's why it's a hot take, guys. I um, think like he might score. Sorry, more I interrupted. Po- you he might score more okay. points. Kind of came to me, but. I think Zion would do other things. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we'll see. We'll like see. I think that's my hot take. That's why it's a hot take. Like if Zion can turn into like I think Zion has the potential to be like a like a really good defensive player, mm-hmm. where I don't think Brandon Ingram does. But Brandon Ingram, I went to a game and, and he got fifty points, so I know how sick. He is. <laughs> yeah, he's very good. Him and Donovan Mitchell had a had a battle, like a mm. Murray Mitchell like battle. My uh, I'm trying like. When you look at next year, I think I would say Fred is back because, like, yeah, yeah, because I think, I think, I think the I Raps. I don't feel good. He'll, about Fred. He will allow. I think, like, if like if the Knicks are going to pay him thirty million a year and the Raps pay him twenty five, like, what do you think he's going to take? I don't know. Five million is a lot. Of so money. it is, but okay. like, I don't know. Like this at that is... point, like, do you want to go slum it out with the Knicks? And because he is never going to be, he'll never be loved anywhere the way he is loved here. I don't think he has a title though. Already, he's got yeah. he's got the title. You're right. Do you think he goes like? I mean, I'm just being devil's advocate. No, I know what you're saying, and I guess like, like the Knicks are always like you, you play in Madison Square Garden. Like that's always a. Uh, I know the team is like a mm-hmm. the ownership is a shit show, but I think that's always a pretty enticing. Like you go of like course. go live in New York City. Like you're playing in MSG every night. The Bulls, maybe he goes back home too. Yeah. He's got a young. He's got a young family. Maybe I mean I don't think th- I think they're too young to have started school, so that wouldn't really yeah. apply. I think that whole thing would. But I think the fact that I th- I do think like the fact that his kids are Canadian citizens like definitely doesn't hurt his chances of just wanting to stay here, maybe for a little bit less money. Mm-hmm. 
and I like, and they do have the connection with this city because they or well, Fred's. Well, you have the connection with a guy who just took a chance on you too, like and Masai, yeah, undrafted, right? Mm-hmm. But so here's talking about Fred. This is a a breakdown. Um, Blake Murphy on the Athletic. So if the cap stays the same, which a lot of people think it might, um, the Raptors to sign a, a max guy, thirty percent max guy, which. As he says in the article, like I'm just gonna pull the name Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> out of a hat. I don't know. I mean, uh, they would need 32, $33 million dollars. Okay. So that would mean if the cap is flat, they'd have room. Fred would be able to make eleven. If you get rid of Norm, that goes up to twenty-one. Mm-hmm. If the cap goes up to one twenty, which is probably the highest that Blake is estimating it could go up, uh, you'd have the thirty percent max would be thirty-six mil. Fred, with Norm still there, you could sign him to 18. If you got rid of Norm, you could sign Fred to 29, which that would definitely work. If the cap stays flat, you're in a situation where, like, you re-sign Fred. It's pretty tight. Now, you could just say, let's just sign Fred, and we'll worry about that when we get to it. Because I think— That's probably what I would do. I don't think it it makes sense to, like, not sign guys now with the potential that you mm -hmm. may get a max guy in 2021. There's no guarantee, unless— Masai thinks there is. I th- well, I think yeah, the I think in the NBA it's pretty easy to get out of contracts. I think yeah. like especially like if next year the Raptors are in a position where they're not where they want to be, I guess you could move Fred at the deadline and get an expiring contract back and a couple of picks or something. I don't. I like I never. Th- I don't think in this situation bringing guys back is a bad thing. Yeah, I agree. It's, like you'll find, I think you'll find a way to make the money work. You could there's there's so many options. You could do sign and trades. There's a whole bunch of things like that. You have they, to extend Ananobi too, though. That's another. Thing. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, he's a he's a key piece if we're and if I we're think gonna be he's going, in, like yeah. he's in no like you're ex, you're extending him. Yes. And you'll like, be pretty no doubter. You'll be pretty vulnerable too. I think to an offer sheet. And I think extend yeah, and I think next year his value is only going to extend him like now. His value is only going to. Well, I don't know if you saw the thing that uh, there was the report that Bam Adebayo is a part of it. Going to wait on an extension, so they so his salary won't kick in. There's like a report that he's willing to do that to wait until they sign Giannis and then he signs his extension. Right. So then they'll have all that cow space and then they can sign him to his extension and go over. It's kind of like okay. Because he's a free. He's got. He's on the same thing as. So he's a free agent after the the next season. The same thing. He's got the same thing as OG, I believe. Let me double check that, but. But then isn't there, like, a cap hold? They have, like, cap holds. Yeah, but he's on his rookie deal, right? So it's, like, $3 okay. million. Dollars. So, so it's, it's only, like, unrestricted. Yeah. That so they have to... That block on Tatum was so Oh, that was so insane. Sick. Is yeah, that, that was... not goaltending? No, because it's still, like, in his Maybe. hand. He's trying to dump. Fair. So that doesn't count? No. It, oh, okay. He has to, like... If you, like, shot it... Has to leave your hand? Yeah. Oh, okay. If you try yeah. and dunk, you can, like, block it anywhere. Dude, I see. Uh, oh, that I, was crazy. I lost that. I lost it in this... In our green room over there. That was an insane block. I was like, I, I was like, and it, it was like LeBron's like chase down block on steroids. Yeah, it was like that was probably the the best like timely block I'd ever seen was the LeBron block. Um, but like that one was like that was, that was like the last possession of the game, and it like didn't seem like it was possible yeah. to do that. And it, and it like pretty much ended the game because it gave them the ball back and they were up two or whatever. Um, this one I didn't enjoy as much, but Marcus Smart's block was actually pretty sick in that in that game seven too. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> no, no. I thought it was goaltending right away. I was yeah. like losing it, but then on the replay, it clearly wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. The one on Powell? 
that yeah, like yeah. right at the end. The uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I think even if the, you know you can take the Giannis rumors with a grain of salt, but like if you look at the free agent class after twenty twenty one, like there's a lot like. LeBron, Blake Griffin, Paul George, Mike Conley, Kawhi, Gordon Hayward, Lowry, Anthony Davis, Giannis, Rudy Gobert, Drew Holiday, Oladipo, Drummond, Porter, DeRozan, Stephen Adams, Batum, Aldridge. Like, that's pretty crazy. Well, yeah, a few of those guys, like, I think DeRozan's going to be a free agent this year. Like, a few of them can opt out. Like, Gordon Hayward can opt out, too. But it's, Mm -hmm. you'd like, you want to be in a position to where you can bring one of those guys in, I would think. And I think that even if we don't land, like, the Giannis or, you know, Kawhi Kawhi back, I think this franchise has shown enough over the last years that there's going to be like guys will be looking to be like oh Masai and the Raptors I want to well do you want to talk about Nick Nurse got his extension yep um I think that's huge that Nick Nurse got the extension because when I look at the Celtics a team that's in our division a team that is now in the Eastern Conference Finals and they also have three first round draft picks this year like they're gonna be good, like sustainably good. And yeah, they're young. Yeah, all the guys, years. all their good guys now are young, yeah. except for Hayward for years. Ooh. And I, it worries me. That worries me. But having Nick Nurse locked down eases my worries a little bit because I think he's just such a good X's and O's guy that he can kind of mitigate some of the talent disparity. Do you, Do you think that the Nick Nurse extension is is a good sign for Masai so, being extended? I think you can. Listen it can go so, both ways. So Masai is like, talking right now, like he's giving his uh, right his, now his post season press conference right now. <laughs> so what he said, I guess he was asked if he had, had any any talks with ownership regarding his contract, and he said no. Which is so that's not good. That is not good. Because I was thinking that like there's two ways you can look at the Nick Nurse signing. Like it, Masai is saying me and Nick, like we're both gonna be here, so I want to get my coach locked down. The other thing could be like he's just taking care of his guy before he so leaves. Another thing that came out of that is so let's speculate and really stress ourselves. <laughs> so there's one more <laughs> well, thing here too. Like, does he needs a contract? I know, like, but I'm just, like he needs yeah. a contract. Another thing that you can take this one way or another too is I guess he was asked about a Bobby Webster extension, and Masai said we're close. Right. So. Down with Webster. Maybe they're just going. He's going to get everybody else taking. Well, that again, that can go one of two ways. Either maybe he's just getting everyone their contracts, then he's going to bolt. He's going to help all. That's guys what I'm out. saying. It could go. It's like yeah. he's locking everyone down for him to stay, or he's like, I want my boys to get paid before I leave. Like I want Nick, I want Bobby to be taken care of. So and, and actually another thing he said about his discussions, he said it's not something I'm going to do in public. So maybe he just doesn't want to talk about it. I don't. I don't know. Uh, like I think I I think that's what it is. Yeah, I do. He's uh, he's he's that. Kind I don't think of... he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would like air his dirt out in like yeah. public. Anyways, I think no. he just probably. And here, okay, here's another. <laughs> and <laughs> obviously, part of that is me being optimistic on like wanting him to still be here, but he just he's never been the kind of guy that like yeah, exactly what you said. He's, so he doesn't talk. He's not about... gonna like complain about ownership but, like in a press. Yeah, he's not like a. He's, and he's just not a guy that's gonna like out like come out and like like show his hand so yeah he, here's like a tweet from from mark stein about four hours ago or yeah four hours ago today uh he said the strong rumble in the bubble the strong rumble in the bubble oh, that's a bit of a tongue Bum- twister rumble in the bubble yeah it's like that's like muhammad that's, ali no that's like our uh it's like our friday nights <laughs> <laughs> just swipe swipe, swipe. <laughs> <laughs> the strong rumble in the bubble was that toronto was closing in on new long-term deals for president of basketball operations masai ujiri and GM Bobby Webster, as well as Nick Nurse. So, okay. and he, so he said well, Nurse's deal was announced Tuesday. Now we await extensions for Ujiri and Webster. So 
Two of those things appear to have been confirmed by Masai. He announced the nurse extension, and he said we're close with Bobby. So maybe he's just and he, again he just said he doesn't want to do his negotiations in public. So maybe he's when he was asked about it, he just said we're not gonna. Yeah, like we we don't need to talk about this. So that is a good thing, but again, the the thing that does concern me is that he said they haven't talked about it, but. I don't. Know, I, I guess this will be. They probably have. Admittedly, I don't. He's, this he's is just lying. The, this is the uh, the Toronto sports fan of me that I'm. I've been for about a year and a half now, incredibly nervous about Masai going somewhere else. But can we can we put this out there, Brandon? Yes. It doesn't take much to get you nervous. No, I'm <laughs> a nervous Nelly. Yeah. You get, you Especially get, about yeah. things like like yeah, like little things like specifics. You get you, like Vlad's like weight. His yeah, his weight. His like his his angle. It's his because, head angle. Again, it just the, it's because Masai. What he had for breakfast. I, I heard this take too, which like again, Masai doesn't strike me as this kind of guy. Is that Masai was like perturbed that Shanahan the MLC extended Shanahan when like he feels like he has more to show, mm-hmm. but I don't, Masai doesn't, again, he doesn't, I don't know. I don't know him personally, so it's hard to say, but he just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would like give a shit about anything like that. Like he's just like, and if he gonna... did, I don't, I don't think he would, it would get out. Yeah. And, yeah. And he's got his, like the old, uh, who is this? Brian Burke line, his track record speaks for himself, right? Like Masai, Masai could go anywhere, pretty much anywhere in the NBA right now. I think and get a job. Well, uh, yeah. Like except, you, except for teams that obviously yeah. like, but the majority of teams, I think, would be clamoring over Masai. He'd be like the biggest offseason. This offseason, if he was a free agent, he would be the biggest free agent of the offseason. For sure. Well, like I when think, you look at the class that's out there, too. Yeah. And I think, like, if you look at, especially, like, this is a big complaint uh, among Toronto sports fans is nothing in Toronto gets the credit that it deserves from the U.S. media. But the one person that always gets the credit it deserve, he deserves from the U.S. media mm-hmm. is Masai Ujiri. They talk about Masai Ujiri like he's the messiah that's coming to save whatever U.S. <laughs> yeah, franchise. Yeah, it's always that the, could, that, it's the always, is always yeah. It's always like, oh, who and, needs who needs help? Oh, it's, Masai. And could that's be because available. he's like it's always that. And he's destroyed the Knicks yeah. in like two different trades, I yeah. think. And the one trade <laughs> that he would have helped them, they like shut down when he had the Kyle Lowry to New York trade, and James Dolan stepped in. He's like, mm-hmm. no, this guy has ruined me twice. We're not trading with him anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then they just turned down Kyle Lowry and. Guy goes and wins a championship in Toronto and Thank becomes God like they the, did. the French. The and best we ruined player in the them again. Yeah, we history. ruined them again where they denied Kyle Lowry. Yeah, there's going to be a statue yeah. out front of the yeah. ACC now because of James Dolan. So thank you, Jimmy, mm-hmm. for that one. Thanks, Jim. So you guys want to go, what's next? Or have we've kind of covered we've that? We kind of did. I mean, the big thing is obviously Fred. Fred and Messiah uh, are the two the things. Free yeah. agents. And, and I, honestly, I think the what's next comes down to not even this year. I think what's next. To me, what's next means that free that big free agent. Well, yeah, but that's why they you also to whether wait. we're gonna have the money to do it, whether we're gonna have Masai to entice them. They also to do have it, a, uh, a to first uh, first round pick this year, which they haven't had in a while. Yeah, so. yeah but I wanted to talk about that because the way the NBA does it is stupid. What do you mean? They don't reseed in the playoffs, yeah, so we have the twenty ninth pick. Oh yeah, that's stupid. But I mean, the bottom is done like. The way you choose the, the bottom pick the, is done by the regular Because season. they don't make the playoffs. Right. And the playoffs are what matters. Yeah. So if, like, if we weren't good, if we weren't, like, Boston has a higher pick than us, but Boston's a better team. How does that make sense? I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I have I mean, enough faith in Masai. Than, like, Masai no, can I, pick. I do, too. Yeah. I'm just, I'm more like, 
This is less about the Raptors, more about the the way they structure how the picks are dealt. I think out. that's just them. It wanting, bothers me. I, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I think that's just them wanting to have because the draft is usually like a couple days after the NBA like, finals. They, they want the draft because they want like you can. I get it. They want the draft order Still set. Stupid. Yeah. Right? Still dumb. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I think the N- I think the NHL. I don't think they do it until the conference final. No, I think they do it for all of them. They do. Yeah, yeah they like do the, it for the all cup of them. winner picks 30th. Yeah. Right. But I would, the argument there is that, like, the regular season standings aren't as indicative in the NHL as, like, how good a team is, I would say. They are, but they're not as. Like, like you can be a seventh seed in the NHL and, like, win the cup, right? You're never doing that in the NBA. So, like, they, it makes more sense to reorder it there. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I just think I just think your measure of success if you make the playoffs is how well you did in the playoffs, not how well you did in the regular season. And I think your draft position should be um, reflective of how well you did in that season, including the playoffs if you made it. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I mean, you can put it in the comments. What's your opinion? You think it's stupid? Which you prefer, NBA, NHL? Let us know in the comments. Let's move on to the rest of the NBA playoffs. Kawhi got beat by Kid Canada, Jamal Murray. The best player in the bubble, in my opinion. I do. I think he is. Yeah. I think he's been the, like, especially in terms, maybe not the best player, but in terms of, like, who he was outside of the bubble and who he's the been inside the bubble. Yeah. Like, he is unbelievable. He's must Jokic watch. is he, unbelievable, too. Like, he is yeah, must. I was going to say, I don't, he may not be the best player. I don't think he is. But Jamal Murray is must watch TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, the most he's, entertaining. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, it's, 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 I can't take my eyes off the screen. He's, he's, Maybe the best player on his team, but not the most valuable, if that makes sense. Because yeah, Jokic like, is like a seven-foot point guard, basically, which is... Right. Like he's the, he's they the run their maker. offense. Yeah. He's like Marcus Gasol in his prime, almost. And he grabs like, like 15 boards yeah. a game. Um, I was completely wrong about this. I remember last week they were up... I think the, I, the Clippers well, were up 3-1. I, 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 I thought I was over, too. Yeah, I was like, this, this is done. We don't even need to talk about this. And... That was one of the things going into the bubble that I thought about is teams that are when teams are like clearly down in the series. I thought there would be a lot more of like a quit factor, right. where they're like we're down three one to the Clippers. Do we really want to like we've been here for two months? I like I want to get home and see my family. Do we really need? Are we really going to try our absolute hardest to win this game? You not you know what I mean? Like I feel like there would have been a lot more of a defeatist attitude going into these games. And the, well, the Nuggets have come back from three one twice. The Raptors mm-hmm. were down two nothing and went seven. I wonder if you see maybe like sometimes the opposite of that happening because it's almost like this is like when you're a kid and you're like going away on for the weekend for like a tournament and you're all staying in like a hotel and, and it's and it. you're like let's just keep going yeah you're, you know what I mean? other, you amp each other especially up. with a young team like the nuggets where like a lot of those guys don't have families mm-hmm. at least i'm assuming i don't know every but uh, mm-hmm. they have a really young team right yeah. like i don't think like gary harris jamal like Jokic, they're all saying michael, michael, michael porter michael porter like n- none of those guys have families so i I'm I'm like, on the Nuggets fucking track. Uh, I want I'm them to win. All out, I'm still going to say, like, Lakers in six, but I want the Nuggets to I win. I saw a good tweet. Yes, this is either going to be the Lakers in four or it's going to be the Nuggets, the Nuggets in, in seven. Like, like down 3-1. Yeah. Yeah. If the Lakers go up 3-1, it's going to be... It's Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Nuggets. It's the Nuggets series. 3-1 is the most dangerous lead in basketball. And, like, just the video. Like, I don't know if you saw the video <laughs> of, uh, like, because Jokic, Murray, and Mike Malone, like, stayed out on the court for their uh, for interviews after the game. And the rest of the team is in the locker room. And then they have a video of, like, those three walking in the locker room after. And, like, the team just going insane. <laughs> I love like, that shit. So, Like, they Harden, look like a, like a college team in March Madness. Harden like chokes again. 
Uh, yeah. It's oh, it's like that team. Like, I think Dan Tony's out. They're gonna try and trade Westbrook. Dan Tony's out. Imagine, dude. He's a how? Like, I don't, and like, they gave up so much to get. Dude, oh, the Thunder or the the, the Paul George the, trade too. The Clippers. Do you see what the Clippers gave up for Paul George? Just, like, yeah, they yeah. just cut the legs off of that franchise. The Thunder are 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 sick. They're set up to be. They're in good shape. Well, and like the thing with the Clippers, this could all be done next year. Like the Clippers could have one more. Like Paul George and Kawhi can leave. Yeah, I love that election. quote by Paul George. Such a loser's mentality. What that this oh. isn't a. He was like, oh, oh, it it was never in it was never in our mind. Like this was a one and done. Kind he of loves thing. to like, make excuses. Eh? That's more concerning to me than them losing that series. Like that that's his attitude. Yeah. Like, after, he never like the that even like the that's old oh, that's a bad shot. Like after Dame eliminated them, like he'll never. It's like, dude, you just admit you lost. Yeah. Yeah. CJ McCollum and uh, Damian Lillard were roasting him on Twitter. I love it. <laughs> Did you see I love that? it. Yeah. 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 Do you see the, <laughs> really? I guess somebody tweeted at Damian Lillard. They're like, hey, is this a good shot? And it's the one of Paul George, Paul George off like, the side of the backboard. Yeah. And Damian Lillard's like, yeah, it looks pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love that those two are just like at home, like live tweeting games. They're yeah. probably like, roasting they, And they probably have a text, like they're texting on the side. Like, I'm going to say this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, that that text chain is probably... So much funnier too than the tweets even are, which are yeah. hilarious. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. Another actually Canada connection or Raptors connection with the the Nuggets that I don't know. This is a bit of a I just found this out a bit of a stretch here. Mm -hmm. But uh, Mike Malone, his uh, father was Brandon Malone, who was the original coach of the Raptors. Oh so yeah. there you go. So we're. I thought there was some connection there. That I was yeah, so to. we're like. Basically, we still have alive. To cheer for the Jack Raptors. Armstrong is yeah. a huge uh, Brendan Malone, Glenn, like Mike yeah. Malone guy. Yeah. He always talks about. It. He's like, "Oh, Mike Malone, I'm telling you, this Denver <laughs> Nuggets team." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jack loves a good coach. That's yeah. like he always like. Yeah. So yeah, are we? Uh, we're a Nuggets podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, like I'm right. on the Nuggets train for yeah. sure. That's Canada's team okay. now. I don't know how right. it can't be. You already have the. They're either they're their one or one B player is Canadian. Mm -hmm. And they just eliminated I want Nuggets, Kawhi Leonard from the playoffs. Nuggets so heat. That's team. that's my that's my final. That's what I want. I, it's not I what think, I think, but it's what I want. If I was a betting man, I'm I'm gonna say it's Lakers Celtics in the finals. Yeah, but are you but, gonna are you gonna like bet on Lakers Celtics? Those are those are not well. The Celtics those are, are not better. Those Celtics are, not are down, bet, but they're not betting fr betting friendly. Are they, they might like, be. It might be now that they yeah. lost game one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, betting. But if you put a, if you put a bet on the Nuggets, oh yeah, you're yeah. getting the good <laughs> ROI. And, and yeah. how could you not bet on them? These what is the record in elimination games in these playoffs? Six, six and zero. Yeah, yeah. Last are time gonna, I checked, are you going to bet against that? Team? You're right. Yeah, they're a hard team to put away. Um. So yeah, uh, that's the NBA. So we're about 40 minutes in um, here on the yeah. NBA. But I mean, we had to do for a, sure. We had to do a conclusive like wrap up the story that was the Toronto Raptors over these last two years. That's we owe them that respect I agree. because we're, they gave us so much to cheer for and so much to be happy about over these last two years. As a sports fan, I've never felt about a team. I mean, I've I've never felt as I was saying it all year. I was like, I've never felt about a team as confident. And as like connected, I think. connected yeah. with a team as I have the Raptors. Yeah. Don't and get me wrong. I'm like I'm a Leafs guy through and through. That's who I cheered for since I was four years old. I only became a basketball fan about ten years ago. Um, but like I've never felt the way like as confident in the like I, I can watch a Leafs game and just like no matter how good we are, I'm nervous yeah. the entire fucking I time. Think the Raptors, they were. It was just a different kind of like of a year where I was like. 
no matter how far behind, like I think we have a I shot. Think they to just come have back. that the like, championship swagger. Yeah. As and I've just I've never and the like the likability yeah. of the team too. Which I think and I've like, never experienced that, and yeah. I I'm I want to thank them for that. Yeah. yeah. As thank a Leaf fan too, you more often than not hate your team. Right, you know what I mean? They're not hate, but you're it's like self-loathing. It's yeah, self-lo- self-loathing. That's hard. To and say. you never feel comfortable just because of the history of the team. And it's mm-hmm. like with this Raptors team, it brought us like the first championship in 20 years. And you in know city, what? And it was everyone wants the Leafs to lose. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the, also another thing where it's like I feel like the majority of people were out there like I I like this Raptors mm-hmm. team. I want them to win. Yeah, like and everyone like, who's not a Leafs fan yes. wants them to lose. Yes. Yeah. Especially so it's because like, yeah. they were – and last year when they were going up the, against the Warriors, who were an absolute dynasty mm-hmm. that I think people were sick of seeing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people – even people down south who – I think it's a lot – it's pretty rare for an American fan base to jump on something can, that's yeah. not American or a Canadian Oh, team. yeah. We were like – we were Everyone was cheering for the Raptors yeah. last mm-hmm. year. So, and it, yeah, it's just what a ride. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. – this may be it. It might come back again in two years when Giannis signs here. Well, just, but. yeah, appreciate what the last two years were if you're a sports fan in Toronto. Because the team... Even though there's, like, I know it's sad they lost. You need to, like, appreciate the, the last two years of this Raptors run. They um, might, yeah, they might run it back one more year, but it, it could look very, very different next year. I've had the time <laughs> of my life. That's what you should open. And I've never felt <laughs> this way before. <laughs> oh, I'm getting teary-eyed. Thanks, Toronto it. Raptors, for all the good times. Let's keep it going. Jeez all right, Louise, uh, watch the, the board. I, I ruined the roadcaster over here. NFL? Yeah, let's move on into NFL here. All right, um, so week one recap. So what were your thoughts on – I know we, we this is kind of the obligatory thing that we've done with every sport so far, but just watching – Football with no fans. What did, what were your guys' impressions? I know some places had fans, but the overall so majority did I not. I actually thought, this is weird. I would have said that football would be the least impacted. I thought it was I the agree. weirdest. I totally agree. Yeah. Like, it just sounded... It, I disagree. And maybe it was the I way really? they were... No, no, I would disagree with, like, the fact that you thought it was going to be the least impact. I thought it was, for sure. I thought it was going to be the most. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought, like, hockey would be the most. Because, like, a t- when you, like, team score... Like, there's so many more, like... Basketball and hockey have these, like crazy crowd moments where baseball and football is more just a steady like noise right so i have a stat there were the most offensive touchdowns in the history of week one this year and i think that is because the offenses can literally hear everything they're doing oh no 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 i'm not talking about the, the, the impact on the, the game no, no, i'm talking no, about the, the viewing, viewing experience okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so yeah but no, no, no. I agree with yeah. that. So my, I'm just talking about yeah. like how it's how weird it sounds as a viewer. Okay, okay, like okay, like the, it was weird to see like there's yeah. a gut, like. No, I agree know, with what you said. Yeah, like you know in in football when there's like the deep pass down the field and the ball is in the air and there's like almost like you can feel the anticip- anticipation through the crowd yeah. and then the guy catches the ball and there's like an explosion. But it's just like a steady buzz. It's like, oh well, yeah, that's yeah, and it's 70 decibels or something. And that's watching, like, that's like a baby crying. And Watch. maybe they just need better people managing. Like maybe you need someone managing the levels. No, like, you to, can't. You, is le- it's illegal. Yeah, it's, you go up to seventy, and you're you're supposed to like keep it. There. Okay, because in baseball, it seems like they're they're when and they get basketball. a hit, they turn it up. Yeah. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of rules because of what yeah, I just yeah. said. Like Makes how sense. how like just you could have a homer in there and just <laughs> yeah, just send it like, up. Well, but the it's quarterbacks calling and, out his yeah. levels. But yeah. you could still keep it if you have the max level. You could keep it below the max level. And then turn it up to the max level mm-hmm. when your team makes a play. Mm-hmm. You could, but because, like, but I think it that man, it sounded weird. Max, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird. That, uh, it, this... it was weird, but I have like you know how I watch football. I get three. I got all yeah. three TVs going. Mm-hmm. I had so much hitting me and like so much like what? I, yeah, like, I, 
I oh, forgot it, about it. It's not it's not a huge deal. Yeah. It just I just thought it sounded weird. It was weirder than I thought it was going to be. That's what yeah. I thought too. Yeah. Like I thought the viewing like just mm-hmm. not talking from the play again from the viewing experience if you would have told me before this I would have been like football's probably going to be the least mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. with like the the fake crowd, but I thought it was like it, it just seemed the most unnatural. I think that's because of the rules that they've put on. It, it might be probably is. And a lot of the, uh, I think a lot of the other sports too have done a tried to cover up the empty seats. Where ba- like baseball, they've stuck cardboard fans in there as much as they can. Mm-hmm. They've covered the uh, NHL. They tarped off all the seats. One Most thing, of the NFL stadiums just didn't do that. One thing I do like about the NFL state about what the NFL is doing is like they're like there's like especially the ones that aren't allowed any fans. Like the Buffalo Bills game, like only Billy Buffalo was in the back. <laughs> yeah, so he was like up in the second deck, like, <laughs> like, like dancing, and they're like, there's old Billy up there. They like zoomed in on him. He's just it was roaming pretty, the city. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I don't know. It's just a good, a good, a good visual. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that I found that stat really interesting. That it was the most offensive touchdown scored um, in any week one mm-hmm. in history. A lot of that I has to like do with to, no preseason. Sure. A lot of that has to do with the fact that um, we that you can hear everything when you're calling your audibles, when you're reading your defenses. Um, I heard uh, I Trey it, White actually came out and said he was like, before the season, he was like, it's going to be a lot harder on defenses than people realize because we do, and especially at home, we count on a little bit of confusion created from crowd noise. And that confusion is now lost. And it's hard enough to cover an NFL receivers mm-hmm. in the first place, let alone when they can literally yell to their quarterback while they're doing their route. I wonder how many of <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good like, point. I wonder how many. Obviously, this has an, has an impact, but I wonder how many of the last, or how many. What was the stat? Can you read that back to me? The, um, so it was every, offensive touchdowns, yeah, right? So I wa- and that doesn't include like a pick six. Right, that's offensive touchdowns. Yeah. So I wonder how many of those have been in the last ten years. That's so. what I was gonna say. Part of that too, I think, is probably just a trend. The 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 not, way the game's going. Not saying this hasn't had an impact because it mm-hmm. obviously has. But, but I would be curious to see if it's like trending like upwards, every year, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure the last ten years, like it's probably been a lot more than mm-hmm. it was before. I would, I would, yeah, I would bet at least like six or in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Like, so yeah. biggest surprise of, uh, I mean, you have your ten questions. Yeah, we, we won't. Let's let's just we'll recap week one, like yeah, kind of like brush it over, and then we'll do your Brandon's. Yeah. 10 well, I think the, the questions will will serve as a as. But a I think a lot of them time, are right? like are like bigger, like going into, bigger, going yeah. into okay. week two. Yeah. Okay. So week one, best take of last episode was Russell Wilson MVP by me, right? I don't know. <laughs> what about Aaron Rodgers MVP conversation? Yeah, that we'll talk about in the in yeah, the we'll ten questions for sure. Yeah. But that yeah, if we start talking about something that's in your questions, oh, just te- just cut it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. Uh, what do you like? Are, are we going into it now, or do we? Want I'm to just glad. Our, I'm our... just glad everybody is seeing what I've been saying all along. Tom Brady, systems quarterback. <laughs> I, he's not who you think he is, guys. Yeah, sure. Is he 43 years old? Yeah. Again, okay. last week we said who's better, who's going to be better, Patriots or Bucks? You were the I only one who picked the Bucks. See, no, I don't think that was. I don't think that was the question. I think it was who benefits more, and or at least that's the way I answered. I guess. It. And I think uh, from Brady leaving, Brady going or the Bucks or the Patriots. You said the Bucks, and I said the Bucks because they're getting all those free agents coming. I didn't say who yeah. would be better. Okay. So I think I'm I'm riding. It's a Skip Bayless <laughs> swerve yeah, yeah. for sure, but it is it's it's valid because that is what I said. I did. I would never cheer for a top for tom brady what you also did say though is the they're uh, gonna be in the super bowl with, the against tr- the bills and yeah that was just because i want no the no bills but i was to gonna say tom brady. i was actually gonna 
give you a compliment. You also said the Cowboys were going to be uh, overhyped, disappointed. Yeah, just like every every that single disappointment. Year. And uh, they looks like they are. What did you guys make of the um, the offensive? The, like, there was a couple offensive pass interference penalties. There was the one on Michael Gallup in the Sunday nighter, and then the one you really want to bring yeah, up, which uh, is the, the AJ, AJ Green, Green one. one. Yeah. What like what were your thoughts on those? I personally, um, I know I have a bit of a stake in this. I thought they were both pretty soft. I think like the the yeah, like Jalen Ramsey sold the Michael Gallup one pretty well. As did I believe it was Casey Hayward on yeah. uh on AJ Green. Like they did the the AJ Green one. I like by the letter of the I law, think, they are penalties, but it's like, are you yeah. going to like really call that? In I, think the NFL? A, I think it was a little, I think it was a little bit too much, especially at the end of the game. But then like conventional wisdom says like you should be calling it the same the entire mm-hmm. way, yeah. regardless. I think that um, it was a real shame that Randy uh, hurt his calf <laughs> at the end of that game. Randy Bullock. I just hope he's all right. I hope it's not career ending. Well, they claimed a kicker after off that, waivers. So. Yeah. After that, uh, after that burrow loss, um, Hall of Fame move to grab yeah. to shank the field goal and just grab yeah. your calf. So I, I I mean I think they were definitely penalties, but I I tend to agree with you. I mean, it's it would have been better for the league if Joe Burrow walked off that game. Yeah, like, bit, well, it really just would be the one the Gallup like, one too. It was like he was running by dude, Ramsey. This is your number one overall pick. This is yeah. your this is your like this is your big storyline coming in like. The Bengals are an absolute god-awful organization, I'm sorry to say. I'm used to it. I'm a Bills fan. We used to have that before the McDermott era. But, like, how good does it look for your first overall pick to come into an absolute dumpster fire of an organization and battle them back with a last-second touchdown in game one? That would have been electric. So you're saying that they would have been change the rules. I'm not saying that. that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it's a shame that that happened. Yeah, that's all I'm yeah. saying. Uh, make the kick, especially no, like, dude, obviously <laughs> make it. <laughs> yeah. Ob- yeah, but make the kick would have just tied it. I'm yeah. saying like that but AJ then- Green touchdown. It was a nice pass. It was a great, and it was a it was a push off. But was it like especially exactly. with a guy like AJ Green? Like generally, like he. I know he's been hurt the last couple of years, but he's a superstar. You want the superstar? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a superstar in this league, and I did, like if that was if that was Michael Thomas or Julio Jones, I don't think they're throwing a flag. No. As, yeah. And I, you know, another thing that I heard too, I think actually I heard this on part of my take. I think if they have, you're listening to part of my no, take. No, my now? buddy. So my buddy sent me okay. that clip about Randy Bullock. So you're I was listening best. to that. Yeah. And but they were one thing they said was that if there were fans in the stadium. Do you think those calls get made? The flag calls? Oh yeah, the, yeah, no, the, yeah, because they're like the I, refs well, I guess still want to. The refs still want to survive. The, the Gallup one, I guess, was on the road, so that might have been a little bit different. Yeah. But the in the rabid fans in Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not going to speculate on. But that. But I'm sure that I, has had an impact had, in some way or yeah. another on refs. Yeah. The, the the crowd noise on whether or not they make a call. I think they just need to like figure out what it is and call it the same. <laughs> because that's yeah. that's like they can't like you that's like the problem the in the nfl that's sure. the problem in that like a, a every lot of sports sport. yeah really all right uh do you want to do 10 questions now um a little more you want to talk a little more on on week one? yeah if you got more keep going for um, sure. well i wanted to talk about the washington football team yeah that was awesome the eagles to me are one of the most one of the oh best, one of the best speaking jokes of good that, takes sure Chase Young, rookie sack record. He got two. He got one and one a half, half yeah. in the first game. All right, and, he's and on pace. Their defense for twenty four. Their defense had eight sacks. Really, They're, I didn't know that. Game. Wow, their line looks dangerous. Yes. That, yeah. They have a good. They spent a lot Ryan, of draft capital on that Kerrigan, line. Montez Sweat, uh, Jonathan Allen, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young. That's scary. Yeah. So, 
that's something to look out for. Who do they play well, do this you, week? So do you think that they do you think that is more a reflection on an them maybe being better than people think, or the Eagles just aren't as good as people think. I think it's they're better than people think. think I think it's a bit of both. The Eagles, to me, are one of the most perplexing teams in the NFL where I can never get a grip on them. The Eagles had three injuries to their offensive line before that game, so we also have to take that into consideration. This is true. Um, But I think the fact that Ron Rivera came in, he's 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 an amazing coach. He's better than Jay Gruden. Um, he can utilize the um, pers- the personnel that they have a lot better than Jay Gruden, and they ha- they now have Chase Young, so they now have two guys on their line that you have to double. With Jonathan Allen and um, and Chase, Chase Young. Young, so that creates an entirely and I heard another thing I heard on part of my take. I, I feel like we're just like stealing their thunder <laughs> here, but. Um, Carson Wentz is like brutal from at escaping sacks. Is he? He always just seems to turn. Like you know how like when when you like they feel the heat here and they turn the right way. He always like turns into the sack. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a soul. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah that's true. But yeah, so I think that that was again, Mike. That was a good take on uh, Chase Young. Um, and I think they're gonna be they're gonna surprise a lot of people this year. The, the football team, I do. I think if Haskins, especially if Haskins can manage the the game properly, like the other big uh, surprise winner, um, which I, now that I look at it, shouldn't have been a surprise. I was in a survivor pool at work and I picked the Colts, <laughs> uh, but you should never bet on Philip Rivers. Yeah, and I that one too. Do you think that's a reflection of maybe the Jags being uh, people underselling the Jags or are the Colts were the Colts overrated undersell the Jags a bit of both again too I, know, I don't want to sit on the fence here. I know to, sorry you guys both uh, over there I like to give a fucking well, I'm, stern take and I'll live with the take I'm pissed because I'm out of my survivor pool week true. one but half the people half people in it took the Colts mm-hmm. the thing what you got to hope for now is that the season ends early and they just restart it well, so they're allowing that, yeah. they're allowing uh, you to keep going like you a double double in. elimination, but there's a trophy at the end, and if if you've you're not eligible for the trophy if you've already been eliminated, unless everyone have, gets one elimination. I think you should be allowed to buy. I mean, this is obviously your office's pool. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm out of it. You should be allowed one buy-in, one buy back in, right? Yeah, well, you That's are, I, but you just you don't win the trophy. No, but I think you should be allowed to win yeah. the trophy. With well, a buyback, yeah, but I, that'd be so then frustrating. But you only get one buyback, I guess. Yeah, but what if someone goes out, yeah. goes all well, then, the way? Then it's then it's theirs. But that, like, exactly, that's what it is. That's no. the rule. <laughs> <laughs> like, then it's a fight. <laughs> then you guys got to fight for <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I like, I like, I love Gardner Minshew. First of all, but he's just a good-looking man. Good-looking man. <laughs> like, he's, like he's got a pers- like a very unique personality. He's uh, like. He's just he's just great. And he plus, almost rem- yeah. He's like he re- he reminds me of like like a, I guess not really. He should not, be a NASCAR not... driver. Like he should, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but he's almost like he is. like he's like yeah. A... But he's also kind of like a hippie. Yeah, like, he's like he always gonna say he reminds me of like sunshine and remember that because he's different because he's not he gay. Does, yeah, but. He's like this, like hippie guy, like come into the team. They're like, "What's this guy's deal?" And then he just he's just slinging just footballs. Guns. Yeah, yeah. The, like, uh, oh, he's from California. Yeah, um, I I want to give a little bit of fantasy advice for people out there. Lavisca Chenault, pick him up if he's available. This guy lines up at wide receiver, slot, and outside. This guy lines up at running back. This guy lines up at quarterback in the Wildcat. 
This guy is going to be utilized in every single way possible on this offense, and he will put up points. That is an Aaron Ranson guarantee. Wow. Stamp it. Whoa, Stamp this is the it. first one who gets stamped. Stamp it. <laughs> we put it in a file for later, uh, and just trust me on this. This guy to, is. We sick. might have to put that in the doc. Yeah. This guy and is sick. stamped guarantee. Yeah, like Lavisca Chenault, is, unless he gets injured, which I hope he he has a little bit of history with. Uh, um, I think he had a core injury in his senior year at U- at uh, at at uh, Colorado Buffalo uh, at a uh, University of Colorado last year, but he's very good. Keep an eye on him if he's on your waiver wire. Pick him up. That's my recommendation, and he will challenge DJ uh, DJ Shark for the number one wide receiver spot by the end of the year. That's my take. Do you know what we we need to do? I think is once we. Uh... Once we blow up, mm-hmm. once this podcast blows up, when we hire a uh, producer, we need to have them keep a running of all the guarantees we make, yeah. and then go through like, and like a month later, be like, "All right, let's check on your uh, guarantees from a month ago." And we'll just <laughs> run through them and be like, "You way off on this. Yeah. You got this one a bit." Well, I I added Lavisca Chenault to my team this year, so yeah. I will be. You're 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 putting your money where your mouth. Yeah, is. I'll be updating. I'll be updating all of you guys <laughs> yeah. on how it's. Been if it going. goes well, yeah, it's like the oh account, yeah, if the account. Go, <laughs> you're never gonna hear go his well, name again. Like, oh, the accountability yeah. that like Don Cherry never has to get, where he just like yeah. he just says like five things every week, but then they never like it never gets referenced again. Yeah. But like like Skip and Shannon, like they have to keep each other accountable. Like like they'll say something, and the other guy will bring it up next week. But like, you said this. All right, I'm questions. burning up, burning up for your questions. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that Aaron's, intro. Aaron sucks. <laughs> I fucking sucks. That was a hell of an intro. Uh, so we got again, like we said last week, we're gonna do our ten questions from the forefront. I think that's the the name here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll read them out on the podcast. I'll put them up on the website. So here we go. Lots For, of content on the qu- website. Oh, yeah. There's burning <laughs> I'll up. I'll try to get some stuff up there. Get to the website. Um, question number one. Are the Browns who we thought they were? Uh, Obviously, they got smoked by the Ravens yeah, in week one. I mean, I don't. it's tough to judge a team when you when you lose to the Ravens, I think. Yeah. Like, they're, it's the Chiefs are probably the best team in the league. Ravens are right there. It's 1A and 1B. They didn't look good. Baker Mayfield doesn't look good. No. But no, he does not. Again, like I don't know. I'm not gonna write them off. Is I, 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 I if they lost to any other team besides the Ravens or the Chiefs, then maybe I would, I would be more inclined to uh, rip them apart. But see, normally I would agree with you that a team losing to the Ravens, you can't take too much from that. It didn't look for, good, except look for good. this team. Every, maybe every other team in the NFL, but just because the like the history of this franchise, they ruin everything. They just can't get it right. I, I'm gonna say that they. Handily defeat that you're really oh yeah. okay oh take I the, like that. take Browns with the six points is it six points minus six minus Browns, six minus take six. the Browns minus six battle this of Ohio is, uh, tonight this is what Joe Burrow is gonna do to the Browns tonight <laughs> I'm gonna rip a fart but I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna do yeah it. we're not we're not bad that's, <laughs> un, that's inappropriate yeah you know I got a little scared I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and <laughs> force Joe, this thing out we're not quite into the farting into the mic category of podcasts <laughs> yeah. Is that a category? Yeah, you're, sure yeah, it is. Yeah, I, we, what are you talking about? ASMR. Your mom's house? Yeah, that's They have true. a fart mic. That's true. That's <laughs> they true. literally have a fart mic. That's true. But yeah, so. It's a separate mic, though. Don't fart into your own. Joe Burrow, is <laughs> I mean, going, yeah. Joe Burrow is going to tear the shit out of that Brown secondary. Their defense is really banged up, too. Especially in the slot. And guess who's in the slot? Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. 
ready to yeah. receive. So they gave up the most yards to, to any team in the NFL last week in the slot. slot. Yeah, yeah. Slot, yeah. The most yards to any anybody out of the slot. Part of that was Mark Andrews, and he, he's obviously a premier tight end. But they did give up a ton of yards in the slot. Look for, and that's a, a spot where Joe Burrow has historically loved to go. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So look for Tyler Boyd to have a big night tonight. Again, I just think the like the Browns are. I don't I, like Baker May- Mayfield is really. You said last week there you made a guarantee they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. The Browns? Did he I say did. that? Yes. Ooh. I didn't hear you. <laughs> did say I take that, that back? Dude, I edit the podcast. I know everything that's said. Oh yeah, that was one of your takes. Yeah, I'm going to take like, that one. I'm saying the Browns make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to take that one back. The Browns suck. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Baker just doesn't. I, I don't know. Just no consistency yeah. week to week with Brandon. Speaking of no <laughs> consistency, Baker Mayfield does not. Read. No, he's consistently. Poor. Yeah, he is not living up to the hype. So that takes us into question number two. Is Joe Burrow further along than Baker Mayfield? Like today, maybe we'll find this out tonight. Is Joe Burrow at this point in time a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield? Yes. So he did struggle a little bit. Again, so this is actually a two-point question. The second part of this, will Burrow make it through the season healthy as well? Yes. Joe Burrow is like one of the toughest quarterbacks I've ever seen. Yeah, so I think the, I don't know if you how much of that game did Dude, you watch? The guy, like, I watched you, the entire game. What do you game. think? Do you think the Bengals would have like been in a, in the game against the Ravens? You think it would have been a close game? No, but and I, do you think the Browns would have got blown out by the Chargers? I I don't know if that's apples to apples. Well, that's the what the question is. I think that no, I think the the Browns would have got not handily beaten, but I don't think that would have been as close of a game. Browns chargers. And I think the Bengals, the Bengals the always, chargers are not good. They have a really good defense. Yeah. Their defense is good. And Tyrod Taylor is Tyrod Taylor. Specifically at this point, their defensive line. And the Bengals had two, their secondary is really good too, but their defensive line is like top three in the league. Yeah. With Joey, Bo- with Joey Bosa, Jerry Tillery and, um, and Ingram. Like though they're un they're unbelievable. There was a yeah, there was a play in that game where Bobby Hart, who's the Bengals' right tackle, and just for people that aren't Bengals fans, maybe Toronto sports fans, he is the Cody CC of the Cincinnati Bengals, where he's a guy that they've just stuck with. He gets he sucks. paid gets paid a lot of money, and just fans can't figure it out. There was a play where he was playing. He's obviously the right tackle. Jerry Tillery was the defensive tackle lined up to his left, and Joey Bosa was the left end right, lined up to Bobby Hart's right. Mm-hmm. They both went right around him, and Bobby Hart was just standing there, like in his offensive <laughs> yeah. stance, like Whoa. moving around. And they both just go and just cry, like they both get to Burrow. I don't think it, I think Burrow got rid of the ball, so it wasn't a sack. But it's just like, man, like they got to figure something out if they're going to try and keep this guy healthy. Yeah, I I, I, I never never understand understood that when you invest this much in a quarterback and then you try and cheap it out on the offensive line. Obviously, Jonah Williams is their left tackle. He was their first-round pick two years ago. Missed all of last season with an injury. So he's back this year. He looked okay in his mm-hmm. first game. Uh, their right guard, who is uh, Xavier Suafilo, he's going to be out for a while. So they're going to have a lot of problems, I think, now, especially on that right side of the line where Bobby Hart Bobby Hart sucks and they got a backup right guard. I, I believe Fred Johnson is going to start at right guard for them tonight. Interesting. Fred Johnson. Yep. So he they just picked him up off the street. Yeah. Or Billy um, Price, who was a first round pick a couple of years ago, who can't even get in the, into the that's good the starting lineup. So I say Joe Burrow is better than Baker Mayfield, and the reason I say that is because, um, more my disdain for Baker Mayfield <laughs> than it is my love of Burrow, which also kind of plays into it. But I just think that Baker has been given. All, every opportunity to succeed, and he hasn't done it yet. So um, I'm going to go with uh, 
the de- I'm going to go with the devil I know, which is Joe Burrow. And I, I mean, I, sorry, I, that's the wrong thing to say. Cause that, that's not, that doesn't apply. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, uh, with the unknown in Joe Burrow than something that I definitely know hasn't worked in Baker Mayfield. The one thing, cause to- I've seen Joe Burrow dominate, even though it was in the sec, which is like the best division in fo- in college football. He was the most dominant quarterback in the history of the sec. And I think if you give him the weapons and he's able to adjust a little bit to these offensive line woes, then I think he can be very dangerous. And I don't think Baker has shown that ability to be dangerous. But one thing I think that helps Burrow too, I think I said this last week, is that Joe Burrow's six foot four. Baker Mayfield is listed at six one, and I think that's Whoa. generous. Are you John Elway? Yeah, <laughs> a big but I just think it is hard to play quarterback in the NFL when you're Short, right? Like Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Kyler and I, Murray. Kyler Murray are like kind of the exceptions to the rule. Like that's two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and one, uh, like one that could, yeah, like one who's looked really good this year. But you gotta be, you gotta be. You're saying like to be that size, you have to be the re- cream of the crop. Yeah, and succeed. Baker just hasn't shown it, right? Yeah. Like So, I, like again, I think I think just Burrow has a higher floor. I think he's probably if I'm picking one, like if you had to pick one of them tonight to start, who are you taking? One like just quickly. You're taking Burrow, That's not obviously. fair for me, yeah. Like, You're I, taking Burrow. Would you take Burrow or Baker to start tonight for you? Like, say the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. you got to pick one of them to play for the Packers. Uh, I would probably pick Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. see? There it is. <laughs> All right. But he's more fun. That's Stick. also like, I mean... Ask me again next week. Yeah. There's a good chance You're it right. changes. You're right. Like, it's literally, it's like, what have you done for me lately? You're right. Right? Uh, speaking with your Green Bay Packers and their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you predicted last week that he was going to return to his MVP form. Is He looked very good last week. Is this return to form the real deal? Will we see this the rest of the year? Um. Well, I I said the first week, so yeah. So you're gonna stick with it. You think it's real? You're gonna see it. You're gonna see it against down. the Lions this week. Yeah, I'm doubling down. Yeah, that's a not a very good team in Detroit. Doubling down. What about you? Um, I don't know. I just like I just thought of a cool little segment. If you double down on a uh, on a take, we should get one of those Irish hats because you're doubling down. <laughs> Cool or not? Nah? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you should always double down. It's it's your take. Like you just completely abandoned your take. Yeah, that's what brown, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. He abandoned the take, so he wouldn't be doubling down. It should almost, but there's gonna be so like you should almost always be doubling down. No, Otherwise, no, don't I'll, make the take. No, if you're gonna yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I guess if no, if Skip is like, he's a shapeshifter. Fair enough. He like gets out of takes. Yeah, he can he can <laughs> yes. dip and dodge. He's up on the ropes all the time. So yeah, Rogers last week, thirty-two for forty-four, three hundred sixty-four yards, four passing touchdowns. Uh, he, they kind of cut apart the Vikings defense. I think the Vikings defense is just not. What I, people think it's, it is. you're right. It's not what it used to be. They've lost a, like they lost a lot of guys in that secondary. Uh, just a lot of the linebackers too don't seem to be what they used to be. Like I, Anthony Barr is still playing, I believe. He is. Uh, Kendricks is the, Kendricks is, is good too. The two of them are good. I just I think they've kind of taken a bit of a step mm-hmm. back. Um, but they also they don't have Xavier Rhodes anymore. Trey Waynes is gone. You know, I have Trey Waynes, like Mackenzie Alexander. That's their that three corners. That right entire, there. yeah, that entire secondary is brand new. Um, so, Harrison Smith is. is it, we will see about Aaron Rodgers this week. Would the Lions like, aren't? Are the, they're not any better. Their defense isn't any better. I know that. it's probably like yeah. worse. Um, so yeah, it's probably worse. But Ooh. so we'll we see. won't see until just to week 
three, they play the Saints. Not to sidetrack, but I just saw the Thursday nighter for next week. It is the Miami Dolphins yeah, going no. to Jacksonville to take on the yeah, Jaguars. Yeah, like just burn that one, dump Jesus. it, trash it. Why yeah, we don't even... need to see that. Yeah, I'll watch it. Um, Gardner Minshew, baby, let's let's roast. Uh, next yeah, question. Quick, well, just oh. to piggyback on that. The week three, the Packers play the Saints, so that's where we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get a sense. Of what's actually going on. There. Uh, was week one a preview of the, we touched on this a little bit. Was week one a preview for things to come in the Patriots Brady divorce? Obviously, Cam Newton and the Patriots looked amazing. Bill Belichick. They didn't though. Well, they. they looked solid. I don't. I don't think they looked. Amazing. I think they, took they looked, care of business. Yeah, they took care of business. They, sure, that's like. That's yeah, fair. but the Bucks did it. Yeah, yeah. that's they, they. This is one, what I, one of them played. Brady. One, one of them played the Dolphins. One of them played the Saints. Yeah, let's put let's put that this, out there. Yeah. Context is important, but. The, the, the Patriots he was making some like mistakes. The like, Patriots couldn't pass the ball to save their fucking life. But, Let's okay, get real. But here. they won. They won. But right. they won on the ground. So that's it's that's, not Newton. We're not talking Newton versus Brady. We're no, be, no, it's no, Belichick I, versus but Brady. I, that's that's what I'm talking about. The entire offense, not just Newton. Right. Their entire offense didn't seem like they were able to get it going up until the like three minute mark. They were only up by like three. It was 14-11 until like two minutes left in the game when Cam scored that last touchdown. So they did not by any means blow out the Miami Dolphins, and the Miami Dolphins suck. So let's get – I mean, obviously we're going to see it. The Bills are going to dominate the Dolphins this weekend. So you're going to see it. You're going to see the um, Miami Dolphins crumble, and we're going to have to take a, another look at the Patriots. Is that me being a Bills fan, being completely biased? <laughs> yes, 100%. But I don't think the Patriots should get really any credit for that win. Cam did what he does. He, he ran in a couple touchdowns. But their passing offense was anemic. Nikhil Harry looks like a bust already. Julian Edelman did Canadian what, Nik- Nikhil Harry. Yeah, Dial Ju- it back there. Julian Edelman, Julian Edelman did what he does. But – and Brady looked well, old as hell. What was the Brady question? Brady looked old as hell. What, are we ta- what was the question? The, is this a preview to come for the Patriots-Brady divorce? I, I think – I think it is. I think they're. I think they're both average teams. I. Th- I think that's the, that's what it is. So I think the Patriots will make the playoffs. The one thing too, and I think the Bucks. I said like they're. It's like boom or bust, and it, like I know they play the Saints, so it's hard. But Brady I, didn't look in sync with with the offense. He looked bad. Yeah, a, a lot of people over the course of time have lost a lot of money betting against the Patriots and Tom Brady after an early season stumble i know things are different now but we will we'll see what's to come there yeah. uh brady also this week has a chance to set the record for most consecutive games with a pick six nice. i believe matt schaub has the record so he has a, a chance to i believe in you tom you can do it <laughs> so yeah so look out for that that could be big um will the kicking woes continue next week into in the week two uh obviously there was no preseason that seems to have affected the kickers maybe even the no crowd because i know like one of the things again, on part of my take was a lot of kickers like to pick a guy. You out. did watch the whole episode. I literally listened to that five minutes. That's <laughs> yeah, all. Right. In there. I this again was all <laughs> yeah. in that five minutes. Uh, a lot of guys pick a guy out in the crowd and try and kick the ball at him. That's a lot of the thing that the so just pick a seat. I guess, but I guess all the seats look the same. I don't know. So I don't know what kicking woes you're talking about. Mason Crosby looked fine. There were 19. These are the kicking woes. There were 19 missed field goals in week one. We talked about. Should have been 18. Tyler Bass's field goal was in. We talked. That first one was in. And every, like, I don't know if anybody saw that, but they went over it on the broadcast after. It like went complete. It was, it was higher than the post, but it was like right on. It was like right over the post. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was in. We talked about our 
friend of the show, Randy Bullock, mm-hmm. missing the field goal and blowing out his calf in the yeah. process. Goskowski. Yeah, like Goskowski missed. Prayers up, prayers like, up for Randy. Yeah, both his calves yeah. are hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the Vince McMahon. Uh, he was trying to get <laughs> in the Royal Rumble. He yeah. tore both his claws. So yeah, so just <laughs> continues yelling. Randy actually he grabbed his right calf and then told the media after the game it was his left calf mm-hmm. that he hurt. So he was in shock. He didn't know which one to grab because it was so much pain. Someone's laptop's playing something here. Oh, it's fine. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, yeah. So then Stephen Goskowski, I think he missed three field goals and one extra point. Ended up kicking yeah. the game winner, but it seems like the kickers really struggled. Do we think that's going to continue for the rest of the year? Uh. I probably not. No, probably not. I think I that was just an aberration. Either. I think, I think they can if there is an adjustment to be made with no having no no fans. I think they'll be able to make it. Yep. Maybe it just takes a couple of weeks. To me, like the picking out a fan, it, it seems like you could be able to like. There's got to be something else there that you can look at. Yeah. Like the next question's mean. <laughs> so we'll go on to the next question now. <laughs> I don't even I, have the questions. Uh, I like it. I, I like it. Are you good. concerned? This is obviously I try and throw a Bills, Bengals, and Packers question there in this. So this is the Bills questions. Are you concerned about Josh Allen's fumbling? He has 24 fumbles in 29 career games, and then in those 29 career games, he has 45 total turnovers. Are, does that concern you? Let's let's also be fair. The majority of those turnovers were in the first half of his career. Yeah, yeah. So rookies, rookie quarterbacks obviously turn the ball over a lot. He had, I believe he had 12 interceptions his first year, nine the second year. So he improved there. Yeah, and it were only two in the last eight games of last year. Okay. Interceptions. Mm-hmm. More fumbles. And am I concerned? Yeah. I'm very concerned with the fumbling. But what I'm more concerned with is our ability to protect jo- uh, Josh Allen in the – in the in respect to when we're calling quarterback designed runs. So we're up 21-3 in the third quarter in Jets territory. Do we need to run a quarterback option? No. Let's protect them, okay? Yeah. Like we have two young running backs that can do the job. Why does Josh need to be running and fucking cuz the way he runs, he doesn't protect himself. This guy is balls to the wall. He's going to try to push for that extra yard. That's just who he is. And if you give him the opportunity to do it, he's going to do it. And then those those kinds of plays lead to fumbles. The more he rushes, the more fumbles he gets. He's not fumbling in the pocket. All these fumbles are off of the quarterback design runs. So I think dial back the quarterback design runs. Use them more strategically. Sure, in the in the beginning of the game, if you want to try to if you want to try to um open things up down the field by keeping the defense honest and making and having Josh do a few uh, quarterback designed runs. Sure. That's a valid strategy, but when we're up 21, three, you do not need Josh running. That is our franchise. Like th- that is the bills franchise. You cannot put him at risk like that. That's just stupid. It just makes no sense. And sure. Maybe Josh is uh, audibling and calling those things himself, but you need to discipline him and tell him that you cannot be fucking doing that because that's not responsible. That's not how you win games in the NFL. Turnovers are one of the biggest indicators of success. Yep. So yeah. you just can't have that. And I, I'm very concerned about the fumbling, but I think that fumbling goes down if you're smarter with your play calling. Uh, and, uh, but I also don't want to take away Josh's like will to win and his, his ability to do those things. So, that's only in the context of like a 21-3 game. He that's, does not need to be run. Yeah, that's the thing. He needs to run to be effective because yeah. he's not 
an accurate enough but passer. I, like, just I'm looking, but he okay. was accurate last I'm game. I'm looking at... Uh, sure, against the Jets. But in his career, he has been one of the most inaccurate passers in the NFL on balls down the field. So he needs to run to be effective. But I, I think he's... I think he's He's worked on that over the last three. He's been consistently getting better in his accuracy every single year. That's something you can't deny. He has been consistently getting better every single year with his accuracy. And now he has a number one receiver. And it's it helps a lot when you're a quarterback where you can just look down the field and you have that guy that no matter what, you can just chuck it to him. It's like a Devontae Adams. Yeah. Let's, or like an A.J. Green. You know, you, you, Let's move on from this yeah. question. <laughs> I was I just gonna say I'm looking at all the like quarterbacks like like stats and like this is just like the amount of rushes they've had in their career versus the amount of yeah. fumbles and his his rate is no higher than right. like, anyone else's like or Aaron Rodgers. The rate is no no no. The that's why I'm saying you need but, to you yeah. need to rush right. him less. But that's I think what I'm saying. But that's my point is that he needs to run to be effective. But his, even like even like the guys who run, right. it's look, not no, any look, more. Brandon, his most effective runs are scrambles. They're not yeah. option runs, right? But he's like, still right. Scrambling is completely different. Quarterback option runs are like designed no, I, like this I'm guy's running now. I'm no, you know what I'm. But yeah. for the for the lowest common yeah. denominator out there that maybe not doesn't right. know what I'm talking about. That's the difference. A scramble where like it was a it was a called pass and he's just scrambling for yards. That's the magic of Josh Allen. Because he doesn't quit on plays. Calling quarterback-designed runs is just ineffective. You want to move on. Let's move on. Uh, so I'm, getting, I'm getting heated. So Josh Allen sorry. did this against the New York Jets <laughs> last week. Uh, the Jets were playing without Le'Veon Bell, who has a hamstring injury. Or did Bell play in that game and get Bell hurt? Played he until, played in that game until and, the third quarter. And he got hurt in that game with a hamstring injury. And he did nothing all game. Um has Le'Veon Bell played his last game with the, as the New York with the New York Jets? He's had a bit of a term tur- turbulent uh, season there, yeah. Because he, I guess, in the preseason he was sitting out, or in the, I guess, training camp he was sitting out for a bit with the Jets. What they claimed was a hamstring in- injury. Bell said, "There's nothing wrong with my hamstring. Clearly, there's something wrong with his hamstring." Um, do you think he's he's done in New York? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. who the fuck knows? Yeah. But I would say, like, this is kind of usually how these kind of things end. Like, it's a bad relationship, guy gets hurt, and then it's just, that's it. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, he's probably done. I say it depends on when Gase gets fired. You think if Gase get... gets fired, he comes back? Well, I think if Gase gets fired and it's a brand new coach coming in, maybe he'd be more likely to come back because... Yeah. He'd be like, okay, like maybe I can work with this guy. I'm still getting paid. I'm still a name that you can, you can promote for the New York Jets. Like having Le'Veon Bell is like their one thing. Yeah, or well, they have a young quarterback. They should be promoting, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has not looked very good, <laughs> yeah, but like, sorry, like I'm sorry. I don't know. I just don't think it's going to be worth the headache for them to keep Le'Veon Bell around, right? Like, yeah. I mean, well, at this point, like. What is he? Yeah, like what is he doing? Yeah. So they're are they? Is he putting them over the top? Like, no, what's yeah, exactly. What's the point, point of like having like, him on? Yeah, there's no trade reason. him like cut him, trade yeah. him to a contender. Like it just get out from. And he's got a huge contract. There's too, so many is, like the NFL like running backs, especially like the guys are just fall careers like end so yeah. poorly abruptly. <laughs> like, yeah. Except unless you're like Frank or you yeah. just like keep. Yeah, you're gonna play till your son's in the league. Yeah, but uh, with so another up and comer in the NFL like quarterback Sam Darnold uh we touched on him a little bit earlier is Gardner Minshew for real yeah I saw a take on <laughs> yes. I saw a take yes. on Twitter from a guy I can't remember his name a guy from PFF 
who said that if Gardner Minshew was the quarterback for the Jaguars in 2018 when they made the playoffs, he, they would have won the Super Bowl. That's, they should, that's a bold Which is take. huge hot take. <laughs> yeah. but, All I know is every time I see him marching up and down the field, just like careless whispers playing in my head. <laughs> yeah, He's just a sexy, sexy quarterback I, <laughs> that just moves the ball flawlessly. I don't know. He's, so much, he's just so much fun. I think he's, he's more real than some people give want to believe for. like yeah. I, I don't think he's a joke i think he's, he's a starting quarterback in the nfl but i don't think he's like ever going to be like a top 10 quarterback no. in the league but he's he's a legit like starter yep i think he's for real like well like what i think he's going to be helped out is a lot what i said not for real. Like, legit starter is is for real yeah yeah i just don't think he's like ever going to be like a top echelon guy um like, yeah probably not probably not but maybe like maybe he's got the confidence he's got that he's got that it factor that everybody that Colin Coward always talks about yeah (laughs) well yeah the Colin Coward talks about uh you got to be attractive that's why Sam Darnold sucks because he's really ugly he's really ugly yeah dude I'm looking at him right now you gotta think yeah think about an ugly (laughs) like how good looking is Joe Burrow very right yeah he's okay dude you're nuts I'm gonna I'm, like, going through all my guy crushes in this one. Joe Burrow's, like, Joe Burrow's actually kind of. You're wrong, actually, on that. I'll show you a picture specific. No, we'll go over that after. But um, I think we should do top, take. top 10 uh, good-looking quarterbacks. Yeah. Next and then week. we'll fart into the mic after. I think Joe Burrow's better-looking <laughs> than Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think they're different. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is, like, a. He's a man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a man. He's a grizzled man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're um, different. Yeah, it's completely. That's not Apple Stop. Which. So we're going to move on now. That's enough, enough of the good-looking quarterback talk. I'm just getting started. <laughs> Which one? Like, of, we're going to do a, a separate episode, me and you, yeah, just, just crushing on men. <laughs> which 1-0 team in the NFL are you the least confident in? And then the flip side of that, which 0-1 team are you the most confident in going forward? Uh, let me just pull up the standings. So I'll go first. The 1-0 team that I'm the least confident in is the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. They, yeah, I, I just don't think that team has – the talent to continue obviously they're playing the carolina panthers who are a bit of a their defense isn't very good they don't have a quarterback so i think they they kind of just beat up on a bad team that week um they play in a tougher division they've got to play the chiefs twice they got to play the chargers twice they got to play the broncos twice like in those six games they're not better than any of those teams in my mind so i think they're they're going to be in a bit of a a struggle going forward here the 0-1 team that I am most confident in is the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, there is... I think that's just the pick. Yeah, I think that's the... <laughs> like, like, maybe the Atlanta Falcons, yeah, maybe. But, like, that's the pick, they're though. splitting hairs here, I think. Um, the 49ers obviously lost in the Super Bowl last year. They have one of the best running attacks in the NFL. They got, like, a three-headed monster back there in the backfield. George Kittle, obviously, he's a bit banged up right now, but he's one of the, the premier tight ends in the league. So if I had to pick one of the 0-1 teams that I think is most likely to rebound, it's going to be the, the 49ers. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to say anything else for that one. Yeah, um, maybe the Buccaneers if you're a believer no. in Brady, but maybe uh, the Texans or the Colts. Yeah, the Texans are a good one too. The I don't know about the Colts, but like you know, like the Dallas Cowboys. None of those two. Yeah, you're, and again, like we just said, none of those teams are better than yeah. the Niners. I just think so. the Niners are the pick. Yeah, yeah. And as of the for the one and O teams, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I was going to really? say that. Yeah, I, you were just talking about like I think they. I like I love I their defense. Good. I'm never going to bet on a Tyrod Taylor team to do anything. You crazy. think yeah. they're they're worse than the Raiders? Yes. Really? Yeah. 
Like, I'd rather have Tyrod Taylor than Derek Carr. No, not me. No. No? no. I think Tyrod Taylor, I think Derek that's, a, that's, another, that's a floor. Yeah, that's a floor ceiling. Derek thing. Carr is like 28 years old now. I think. Yeah, he's but like, we've seen him play. Like, he was, a, he was an MVP Tyrod candidate. Tyrod is like, no, there's no ceiling. No. There's no he's floor. Safe. He's safe. But I think their defense Derek is Derek Carr good. can, like, march a team down the field. Yeah. He doesn't do it a lot, but he can do it. Like, Tyrod. Like, he, he's he's like, really, if you go down two touchdowns and Tyrod Taylor's your quarterback, you're, the game's over. <laughs> Look, the game's two, over. Two years ago, Ask Derek. Aaron. Two years ago, Derek Carr was, like, in MVP conversations. Yeah. No. Yes, 20, he was. It was 2016. Okay. I'm looking at it here. Whatever. Fuck. The, he, was, he has but been he has the, the ability that's, to that's be... That's what I mean by uh, that. Derek Carr's 29, first of all, too. I just... Okay, that's to what I mean that. by that. Like, he's almost 30 years old. Um, but he's he got a lot of new weapons around him. He's yeah. more likely There's than There's a Tyron. ceiling. The higher ceiling. Yes. Maybe, man. I... Well, yeah. I think that's just you trying not to admit you're and wrong. And I also think, like, the rest of the <laughs> – like, like well, I just – the rest of the offense is better with the Raiders. I think that's debatable too, right? Like, who's the – like, Jacobs is good, but everything else around that isn't anything spectacular. And I think Eckler might be a better overall football player than Jacobs. And then, like, I'd Chargers. like the Chargers offense more. I like the, agree with that. Did you the watch the, the game the first week? No, I did. Yeah. yeah, like Jacobs is more of like a goal line back, but Eckler is a better pass catcher. He's, I think this. I don't. From, I think this all either. comes from Man. you thinking the Bengals are better than they are, Eck- and the Chargers squeaking no. by the Bengals. Eckler is- like led the NFL in receptions from a running back. Yeah, but he last year, also he also had Melvin McCaffrey. Gordon next to him too. Yeah, well, Gordon to- was awful last year. Yep. No, but he was. He's also no. He wasn't awful. He wasn't last good. Year. He wasn't. He was not like what he's used right. usually. But he's still another guy that defenses have to worry about back yeah. there. That's called a decoy. That like works all the time in the NFL. But like they very rarely were they on the field together. It doesn't matter when they're on the field. Like it just matters what the defense is reading. And if you have a guy like, like Melvin Gordon come in, then you're also switching a guy with with Austin Eckler. That's two different dynamics that defenses always constantly have to worry about. Like Gordon ran for six hundred yards last he can year. Play, he I think he only played half. He the played games. twelve games. He had three point eight yards per carry. Okay. Well, but. he was. He was a factor in their offense, and I did not see Austin Eckler, especially in game one. I didn't see Austin Eckler do anything that special he against had the Bengals 80 defense. yards. But that he, yeah. that's, he really was – it wasn't anything special. I played him in fantasy. I was watching him very closely <laughs> yeah. the entire game. I was like, this guy is not that good. I'm glad I didn't draft him. Right. Anyways. To wrap up here, unless you have anything else to add here. No. All I'm right, just, wrap up. Chargers are my pick for the 1-0 team that's going to – any does anyone else who we didn't mention last week belong in the MVP conversation now after w- one week of football? Um, I have to. Do you have one? Uh, brain. To be honest, may uh, yeah, I don't like like we well let's say like we mentioned who got brought up last week: Wilson, Rogers, Mahomes, Mahomes, Matt Stafford, Jackson. I mean, Jackson. Yeah, obviously, we talk like it's it's so rare that the a wide one receiver wins it. And it, I don't think it's ever happened. It's happened like Dude, 30 De- years ago. Like, Hopkins, yeah, that's the that one guy. This game yeah. was like fucking sick. <laughs> I was going to say like a dark, dark horse, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. That would be the. But. but then I guess if Hopkins is mm-hmm. it, like, that's kind of the same argument. Yeah. Like, do you think it's more likely that Hopkins get it, gets it or that Murray gets it? Well, I think it usually ends up being the quarterback, yeah. right? Unless Hopkins is like getting 200 yards yeah. every game, it's probably going to end but up I being mean, the But I mean, if Michael Thomas didn't win it last year, like. Yeah, it's hard for a receiver to yeah. win MVP. Like, yeah, like Michael Thomas set the receptions cause, cause, record. Right, any stat that a receiver's getting, the quarterback's also getting that stat, mm. plus they're doing more. So yeah. I don't like. But also, Michael Thomas did it with Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I just don't. I, 
I, as much as I, that was my take. But like Lamar, DeAndre Lamar was, was a reason. Like that wasn't like unreasonable that yeah. he didn't win it. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like I think Lamar Jackson was probably the most valuable mm-hmm. player in the league last yeah. year. Yeah. So yeah, I would say. I think I Murray mean, is a good dark horse. Yeah. If, if uh, a certain I, guy can clean up the fumbles, I mean, I would say <laughs> maybe him. Like but, I think the guys who really like Wilson and Rogers and were probably the two best QB performances Matt Ryan. of week one. Matt well, Ryan, dude, 450 yards. Well, yeah. Nobody's talking about it. It was it was because they were catching up the whole time. But they, yeah. But individual stats, that's a lot of yards to start it off. If he ends up, if he does. But can you win MVP when you're 4-12? and 12? Who knows? Yeah, probably not. But yeah. I'm just, if we're saying pe- people that haven't been in the discussion. Yeah. Matty Ice got 450 yards in week one. They'd have to win games, though. Yep. But. We're just we're not saying any guarantees. We're saying we're bringing up people that could be in it, and I yeah. think Matty Ice has started off well enough that he could be in the conversation. Gardner Minshew, yeah, nineteen for twenty. <laughs> yeah. Is he nine is for nineteen for twenty in game one? All right, uh, we're already at an hour and a half here. Yeah. So that's the NFL segment. Do you uh, want to? We'll just quickly touch on the Jays and the NHL again. Every week, Brandon puts uh, his answers for the uh, ten questions at the forefront on our website. Thefrontpage.ca. Check it out. Um, we will be adding more content to that uh, weekly. So um, you might see just a little bit on there as of right now, but we're going to be continuing to add stuff and we're going to be building. So you'll be uh, coming along for the ride with us, building uh, as we go. And you can say, hey, I was one of the original members of the Frontier. So that's a little point of pride for you guys. Um, so the Jays, a uh, bit of a – Rocky oh. uh, last week. So Simeon. they got uh, offense gets bolstered a bit out. Like Kirk gets called up. Kirk gets called up. Bichette's Bichette, back. And Oscar's back mm-hmm. now. Giles is done for the year. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think a lot of us were kind of just preparing for that anyways. I don't think that hurt. Like, I feel like they have Romano can be the closer. Dolis can be the closer. Yeah. Um, Dolis has been unbelievable. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't think that really is a, is a crush. It kind of, it sucks for Ken Giles though. Like he, he's a free agent and now yeah. it's like, is, it, is he going to get paid? Yeah, maybe the Jays will get him on the cheap next year. Uh, so the Jays have given up 12 home yeah. runs in the last two games. Yeah, so we've been t- t- raving about the pitching depth of this team the last few weeks, and then it looks like – now it looks like it's like Ryu and nothing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, like, it's I mean, like now we're up against it, and then we're like battling with the Yankees for like this playoff The Yankees spot. have won seven straight. And now they're just three of them against us. It's hard. Yeah, well, I think the, the like obviously the other guy we were talking about of the two starters you feel confident in was Walker. Taiwan Walker. And it's he hard to got blown up. It's hard to pin Dude, that inning on Derek him though. Derek Fisher mistakes. Dude, were, I was, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's hard to like, I let me, I think he gave up six unearned runs in that inning. Cause of Fisher. Yeah. Which is like that, that does not happen. Two errors in a Dude, row. Dude, the one where he ran into the wall was one of the worst <laughs> outfield plays I've ever seen. Like, like, yeah, that's, I don't know. Like, yeah, he was on uh, he was on some kind of drug. I don't know what he was on. <laughs> that's kind of going going back to the deadline. Imagine if where we were talking about we need infield and we kind of he gave up. Yeah, so sorry, he gave up in that game. He gave up seven runs, one earned run. Yeah, because so six unearned runs in an inning and two thirds, which is just insane. That that. Yeah, I that that was like I turned the game off after the first two innings. Oh yeah, I, I saw like, as soon as I can't remember who hit the home run. It might have been Voit. Just hit like yeah, a moon shot. It Sanchez. There was a few that got Boy hit. Boy hit inning. like a monster one. And I was like, all right, yeah. that's enough of this. Um, yeah, so I, I, like, I don't know how much more Derek Fisher I need to see. I think he went on the IL mysteriously. But they don't, with, they with, don't win. T- like, he went Randy Bullock and went on the IL. When one of those three that. outfielders are hurt, the they don't yeah. have an option. 
No, they don't. Biggio, I guess you can put him. Biggio in played right field yesterday. Yeah. So because Al and they got smoked again last night too. So yeah, they. Well, um, that's what they, twelve home runs in two games. Yeah. So that was last night in the game before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay's record predictions. Uh, I'm out, so I'll leave this one to you two. What are they at right now? Twenty six and twenty two. So I we need to win out for me to be right. <laughs> like exactly right. I have I have us at thirty. So we have twelve games. Thirty eight and twenty two. Um, and then to win. The, we need to figure out what we're, so like I think it's what's for the belt now like I'm this confused. This is for the belt. This is the original because like our pick segment won't be over for like three months. Right. right. So that's the belt. So and this, then that's defending. So the this belt. is for the belt, and then that set that next the 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 battlefront draft is, is will be it. for defending. Okay. Yeah, the okay. defense. So t- to be closest, anybody that doesn't know the battlefront draft, we do those every week where we make our picks. Um. And it's pretty much just an accumulative score on uh, every week in the NFL. Like, we pick out of the 16 games, we each pick a team, and we do a draft. And uh, if you go to our YouTube page, you'll be able to see that video. It's a 17-minute video. It's called The Battlefront Draft. You'll be able to see it right there and follow along. Um, Mike is winning right now. He's got – he's 7-3 and three on the week one picks. Um, I'm 4-6, and six and Brandon is 3-7, and seven, so – uh, I, mean, we need, I don't know if we could, we need to do the win loss because, like, some of those like we're not really picking the right. team, right? Just, just like whoever's total left. wins, I no, guess. You're you're picking losses. Well, it's like whatever is left. No, no, I mean, but like, I don't even the need teams to say, that like, you picked lost. Right, but like, so it's like at the end of the draft, it's like I'm just stuck with this. It's not like I'm like I I think this team's gonna like I picked a team. I picked two teams in the same game. Last week, yeah, and you're just hedging your bets, right? But you can still say the loss, I guess. I'd say, yeah, it, it's more it, like it, yeah. may, it looks more professional when you got a win loss record, yeah. And we're pros, yeah, consummate pros. <laughs> so uh, I was trying to think of so if they if the Jays go, uh, they have 26 wins and there's 12 games left. So if they go 500, if they go six and six, I win the belt. But if they go any we're anything more than that, Aaron wins. So it's pretty close. <laughs> Brandon eliminated. Oh. So far out. Um, so, do you want to move on to hockey now, just yeah. quickly? Uh, so yeah, but before before we said Jays are currently in a playoff spot. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're like yeah, barring the, a ridiculous be a collapse, collapse they don't, they, they're they're going to be in. Like they're okay. but what six games up? I yeah. think on Seattle. Yep. So, so yeah. it's still looking good, even though the last two games haven't been looking good. But yeah, you know who it is looking good for the Dallas Stars and Brandon's best friend Joe, yeah, Joe Pavelski. Really. Man, the guy just comes. You know what I should have said is Dennis Gurionov always comes to play in the playoffs because he's been. Yeah, but dude, he is proving everyone wrong that thought he was. He, he I guess was a reach. He he doesn't have the playoff track record of somebody like, like Joe Pavelski. Well, he so. went like twelfth overall yeah. in the draft, and everybody was like, "That's a reach." I remember, I remember saying it because that was when I was like really into the NF- NHL draft. I'm about to get and back into it. It's pretty weird. Yeah, like if you, because if you look at his career stats too, like it is, it does look to be a reach outside of this playoff run. So, mm-hmm. but he's proven it. Maybe he's proven that yeah, now he's got, he's, uh, he's got a. Well, that team in general just like doesn't score goals yeah. in the regular season. Yeah. And they've been. They just turned it on. Yeah. They just started scoring. Uh, the one I found a. I was talking to a couple of friends about this with hockey recently. Hockey to me, I, I, I have a hard time staying focused on the NHL. There's just so much going on right now that it's just like. I well, have it on my second TV. Yeah. It's, just, it's well, it just doesn't help when, like, the teams the left. St. Like Louis a, Blues yeah. are like the team. You know, like, if it was like Canadian teams or like 
Pittsburgh, yeah. like maybe if McKinnon was still in, it's just tough when like Dallas, Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I, I always say this. I like the first round. I mean, this is a weird year because it's not the playoffs aren't on when they're usually are. Like normally yeah. the NHL is not competing. Yeah, they, the NFL starting, yeah. but mm-hmm. usually the qualifiers wrecked a lot. Usually of the the, the NBA and the NHL playoffs are on the same time. I find myself more interested in the NHL playoffs at the beginning, yeah. and then as they go further along, it like crosses, and then I get way more into the NBA at yeah. the end. The qualifying round ruined the first round of the NHL this year. It you did. think, yeah, because two twelve team tw- two twelve seeds made it, and yeah. they got fucking dummied. Mm-hmm. That's then, a good point. Yeah. Then like all the like all the dis- all the parody that we see in the NHL co- was kind of lost from that first round because of those low seeds moving on. <clears throat> Like, yeah. Columbus got spanked, too. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Leafs would have got spanked that much. I, and, I mean, obviously, that's a biased opinion, but I don't think so. I, yeah, I think I agree with that. Again, um, biased. But, so, uh, so do we see a Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Final? Yes. Tampa's up. Do you think we're going to see one? Yes. They don't go away. <laughs> yeah. The Islanders don't go away. They're the Denver Nuggets of the uh, yeah. of the NHL. It's, like, insane. And as much as I don't love the, I don't love the Islanders, I, I really don't. I think I've said it on here before. They're mean to my friend John Tavares, and I don't like it. But I have to give respect where respect is due. That team battles, yep. and they are—they would be so much fun if I was a fan of them to cheer. I wouldn't mind seeing like a Tampa collapse, just like again more, more heartbreak. Yeah, yeah yep. I mean another fan base getting bro- their hearts broken is fun. It's yeah. always fun to re- relish <laughs> yeah. in that, right? Because you're like, I get it, like, <laughs> I get it. Um, they want a cop. They want a cop in recent history. In 2004. Yeah, that's blowout. recent enough. Yeah, yeah, it's more recent. 16 than years. Than us. Uh, we have the Eric Stahl trade in here. He's traded to Buffalo for Marcus Johansson. That's kind of a weird trade to me. I forgot uh, he was he's all like yeah, in the league. I don't know what, <laughs> what the trade broke yesterday. Like I don't know why that makes sense for Buffalo. I just want I just put it in here because I maybe think maybe some veteran leadership. I think it's a good trade. Yeah. I like I like the move apparently by he, Buffalo. I really do. The thing that shocked me is Johansson makes more money than Stahl. Apparently Stahl that. wasn't too happy about it either. So But I do, I love the he's from I, Thunder Bay. Yeah. He's like close to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. I, apparently that's why he wanted to go to Minnesota, like in the first place. I really like the move by Buffalo. I think they've got a lot of young centers. They got Casey Middlestad. Um, they've obviously got Jack Eichel, um, and then adding a guy like Eric Stahl, who he like if you were watching the play, he was still scoring at a pretty decent rate. Like he he was adding the offense. He wasn't like I mean he wasn't like lighting the lamp, but. He's one of those guys that you can put into a, you can you can put him into a locker room and he can be successful. Do you think do that he you. like so? Uh, I can't remember who I was talking about this with, but like he won a cup in his like his rookie year, yeah. like right. And like he seems like a guy like it was like oh, I just go, I want to go like sign in Minnesota like it's close to my home like I don't really care that they're not good. Like, do you think the fact that he like won a cup early in his career has kind of made him just be like? I'm just coasting like the rest of my career. Whereas guys like a Joe Pavelski's like, I want to go sign with a team that has a chance to win a Stanley cup. Mm-hmm. That definitely Whereas doesn't Eric like, Stahl, like doesn't really care yeah. where he plays. It's just like, I want to be close to home. As long as we're like kind of decent, as long as I'm making money, I don't really care. Maybe. Um, I'm it just, sure it he, takes he, away. Like, no one's ever talked about like get Eric Stahl on a contender. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's uh yeah, I don't know if it, it would be like a, an active thing that he would like think or say out loud, but it might have like kind of like a, um, I don't think it would like happen it, to everyone either. It's just, no, I just it think just it would have. Like, I think it would have an influence on him, like without him even knowing. Yeah, it's like you I'm sure I mean? it makes yeah. it. I'm yeah. sure it, when you have the motivation of your first cup, it makes it a little bit easier to yeah. grind through things. Like I but, don't think, but you wouldn't notice that. I don't difference. think he's cognizant of the fact no, that yeah. like 
that yeah, like, oh, right. like I have a cup, so now I'm not going to do this, this or that. No, not at but all. I think it's like an unconscious thing. Yeah. But he's, he's like... Even I, if it's just mental. Yeah. He's a year else. away from a 40-goal season. Like, he's still... Yeah. I mean, he didn't Dude, have that I had great a, of a year yeah. this year, but he's still like a pretty solid player. He's That's what 35. I'm saying. That's why yeah. I, I like the move yeah. for Buffalo. I really do. And he's cheap. Like, they got yeah. a cheap... He's cheaper than Johansson. Yeah. Johansson's making four, four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, like, I like the move a lot. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if he finishes the, the year there, but... Mm-hmm. So but this year's World Juniors, we're moving on a yep. little more hockey. I mean, I I I'm glad the World Juniors are going to be back. Mm-hmm. Me so too. The the IHF have canceled every single tournament other than the under twenty World Junior Championships, especially on the schedule. So that's so, the only one that they still have going. And yeah, because I think and the Edmonton bubble is where that they're they're proposing that they're going to because that's technically the 2021 World Juniors. That's right? why I wrote yeah, yeah. 2021. Okay, yeah. yeah, there you go. I didn't even see yeah. that. So I think they're gonna. So I guess they wiped out everything in 2020. Yeah. So I guess so, this is just maybe the, hopefully when, they're hoping for a fresh start. When here. does like it's Christmas is when it I know I know that, but like, does this mean now? Like, do we know now that the NHL is not starting till after Christmas? Yeah. Because that's I, where I the we, Oilers. Would if have we to look play. into it, I think we probably knew that anyways. But yeah, you're right. Is a uh, you're from Alberta? That's kind of near Edmonton. <laughs> you're from Calgary? That's kind of near Edmonton. Edmonton's in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, Geography. Yeah. Uh, you're 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 from the area. Uh, is uh is Rexall still there? I I think or it they is. Knock it down. I, but what? Like why? He's because he's wondering if you could just use the other. Oh arena. yeah. For the Oilers. Yeah. Or no, for, the for, bubble, the, for the bubble. The, oh that wall. You could. That's a fucking piece of yeah. shit. Like it. There's nothing around it. Yeah. It's again. in like a. Like is the it? suburbs. No, is it? Like you wouldn't want. I don't think they would do it's that. It's like because uh, the reason you want like the, the, the the new like downtown. It's like attached to hotels. There's like restaurants mm-hmm. attached, right? Like that's the okay. appeal of having the bubble there. So like, yeah, I guess I that probably to me means that the NHL is going to start later. I think the NBA. I've heard like insiders talk that they're probably aiming for February now. The NBA oh, is really? the most likely start. So uh, you. So then are they just going to do a shortened season next year? And try know. and finish in June. Finish At some point, July. you gotta like get it back. You gotta on try track. and finish like July, August, and then maybe you maybe you start the next season in November, and like you just you know what I mean. You, you just keep slowly, like, yeah. slowly moving it back to norm. Yeah, because I think you maybe you play. Pow. They're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna want to play a sixty game season though, especially if there's if there's fans in the building too. You know what I mean? Well, they're gonna want as much revenue yeah. as they can get. I would assume yeah. there's a lot of gray area with that. So we also might be going into all, like another yeah. lockdown. Yeah, so, <laughs> like that's You're right. true. We don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, so U.S. Open's going on right now. Yeah. Do you have the leaderboard up As there? As of right now, we have. Do you want me to put it on the screen? Yeah. The the news desk here. Oh wait. So. Oh no. X that out. There we go. Here we go. This is huge. Well, the dunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the 18th green. That's a bunker at the U.S. Open. So yeah. So this is our leaderboard as of right now. We got Justin Thomas at the top. I'm gonna. Just refresh it. It's maybe, pretty... maybe something's changed. But we got some big names at the top. Rory is... Sabatini is Slovak? I don't know. I guess. Is that what that flag <laughs> is? Yeah. No. Yes, it's man. either Slovak or Croatian. That's Slovak. Okay. So oh, yeah, is, for our right. Canadian fans out there, we got Corey Connors, who's actually been doing pretty well on the tour lately. He's our top score. He's our top guy right now. Where is he? I think he was even last I checked. Oh, did he bomb? Oh, he he's plus one. So Corey Connors, if you're looking for a, a Canadian hero, he's got his work cut out for him a little bit. It's I I was not expecting this big of a score. That is huge to start US off Open. Yeah, a US five. Open, especially since 
the um, the PGA uh, actually said, or the U, uh, the USGA, uh, the people who run the uh, U.S. Open, they said like we're they're going back to a harder course. And there was a story of the caddies doing a walkthrough for the course uh, where they were throwing balls on greens just to see the way, like, the undulation, like, dictated where the ball went. And, like, there were times where the ball would roll for 40 seconds. Like, it yeah. would just not stop. So these greens are, like, crazy, crazy uh, fast, and they're, like, very hard to manipulate. So mm. the fact that Justin Thomas is minus five off the bat – the USGA seeing minus five after one round. Yeah. They're, they're having like a heart attack like, right now. Like we need, we they're gonna, yeah. like they're gonna like pave over the fairways yeah. for yeah. next like. But let's. Where's uh? Obviously, everybody cares about Tiger Woods. Is he playing? I think he's he was. Playing. He was. He was at minus one at one point. Yeah. I don't know. I can't see his name. Where Tiger there's ended old, up? There's old Phil. So I, now that he's there, I wanted to talk about Phil. So I'll look up where Tiger. We is don't have him. a lot of time. Uh, we don't have a lot of time to get Phil Mickelson a U.S. Open. I believe he's been fourth place at the U.S. Open four times. Tiger's three over, tied for ninety six. So he's okay. done. So yeah, Tiger. I mean, unless we get some magic tomorrow. Um, he'll probably miss the cut, but, um, Phil Mickelson, he's at even par. Uh, he's only through four holes, but, um, I love Phil Mickelson. I don't know if you guys are as big into golf as I am, but I'm a big Phil Mickelson guy. He's like everybody's dad, but then just goes out. He just looks like everybody's dad, but he goes out there and just dominates the short game. He's a lot of fun. And, uh, I hope that, Phil gets uh gets it done. I, I really want to see Phil Mickelson win a U.S. Open. I think that would be good for our for the game of golf, and it would be good for 2020. Uh, get a little bit of a positive story going here. So uh, I didn't want to go over golf too much because it's only the first round, and uh, there's not much to talk about other than like who's on the leaderboard and what's going on. But uh, I'm just glad that Phil's getting another chance. I, I believe he started on the senior tour this year. Actually, Did he really? And he, yeah, he was just dominating. Like, just dominating people on the senior tour. <laughs> and, then, and now he's, I think he's just playing majors. Did he just turn 55? Yeah, he, like, just qualified for it. Yeah. So he, like, went on That's and just started dominating people. He's like, I'm just going to go in there and just yeah. rip it up. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's like, you're still in, like, the PGA yeah, Tour. You could, yeah, you, like, you could play there. Yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he wins another major. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's very unlikely, but Didn't, it, it can uh, Tom Watson had a shot at that, right? Remember his British Open? He was yeah. like, yeah, I think he and he was like, se- he was he, like sixty. Yeah, he like choked down the stretch or something, yeah. or he missed it on the the last. That's break. like playing like basketball at the Y, and then like, like playing in like the NBA. OG Ananobi yeah. like shows up. He's like, yo, do you guys want to play for fun? <laughs> and yeah. he's like going for hard. money actually, yeah, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah. but like forty five year old OG yeah. Ananobi. No, no, no. Well, like I mean, like if you're like twenty five mm-hmm. at the Y playing basketball, yeah. and like. Right now, OG came. Yeah, like you're the same age, but it's like you're but in the. But we're NBA. not on a level or it's playing like, field yeah. at all. Yeah, or it's like Marcus All showing up at the Y or something, or mm. like, like a guy. Yeah. So piggy bank, piggybacking off of that, uh, for my hypothetical this week, I thought, uh, obviously, I really want to see Phil Mickelson win a U.S. Open. I'd love that to, for that to happen. But my hypothetical this week is, if you could hypothetically see a veteran player in any sport win a title or win a championship or uh, their first championship, who would you like to see and why? Do, so you want me, do you want me to go first? You can go first. So I'll go with – there's a few guys that come to mind here. I'm going to go with 
Joe Thornton just to see him win a cup because that's, that's kind of. I thought the... you were going to go with Pavelski. <laughs> My guy Joe Pavelski <laughs> yeah. finally. No, he, he knows he's going to yeah. win. Yeah, because uh, just because Thornton's whole career has been he's maybe one of the most underrated players of the last twenty years. One of the best passers and, like, in the history of the game. I think unfairly criticized. Yes, because he just he couldn't win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I guess or he, he just had bad luck in the playoffs. Couldn't win this cup, so. Uh, he didn't have a chance to go anywhere at the deadline this year. I know that they had talked about that a little bit. It doesn't look like he's going to get a chance to do it, but just seeing him uh, raising the cup would have been I think there's a, a really cool moment. There's a chance that he's on the Toronto Maple Leafs next yes, year. Yes, you're right. But that's we can cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. I, I'm getting a Joe Thornton Leafs jersey <laughs> yeah. for sure. But, uh, yeah, that's – do you have anything else more to say? No, that, that's pretty much it. That I, was – the few f- other guys I thought about. The but. first thing that I thought about, I thought that someone else would probably say it. Um, so I'm going to go with a guy who, before this playoff run, I probably wouldn't have even thought about him in this category, but I'm going to say Chris Paul. That was the, this, another guy I was choosing. Uh, I just yeah. liked what I saw out of him this year. He was kind of leading that Thunder team. He was a good veteran. I, I kind of thought at the beginning of the year he would get traded there and like be more like complain about it. Like yeah. not – be a bit of a headache. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, he embraced it. He was leading them. He seemed like he loved every, like, you could tell in the interviews he was, like, so happy about Lou Dort, like, showing up in the playoffs. And he's been, like, all we need's a chance. Yeah. All we want is a chance. <laughs> and, and he's <laughs> probably, like, in this last generation of players after LeBron Durant, like, you could make a case he's, like, right there as, like, maybe yeah. the third best guy. Um, he's almost underrated because he played in the same era as, like, LeBron and KD. And he's got, like, a... Kind of the same kind of things. Those guys have it too, but he's not. He doesn't. He's not flashy like those guys. And he's you get just so used to him doing. Yeah, things, he's and it's not, like well, it, averaging it like I don't you know. Take him for granted. Yeah. almost. Um, and I think yeah, yeah, I think he he would be the guy in the NBA right now if there was one veteran who doesn't have a title where you'd look mm-hmm. at. Yeah, I would say Chris Paul. Until last year, Marcus Gasol would have been on that list for me too. Yeah, he was a guy that I always thought it was like holding down that franchise in Memphis, and he just never really. Got a true crack, so it was good to see him win. Obviously, with the hometown Toronto Raptors, made of it course, even better. Of course. So my my thoughts, like I actually thought of both of those guys too, but I uh, I went I went football, and when you go football, you go quarterback, and when you go quarterback, you got to think of the guys that kind of like made this last era, where you got your Drew Breeses, you got your Tom Brady's, you got your Ben Roethlisberger's, and then there's. Wow, I can't believe you didn't yeah. say Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um, he's a bit. I guess he's not that much younger than those guys. So, one guy that he's kind of always been really good, but he's just never really been able to do it is Phil Rivers. Yeah. And he's a and he let me down. Yeah. By Survivor Pool. So and fuck him. I would love to see Phil Rivers win a title. I'd love to see him like not like just getting really amped up, but not swearing. Just oh, for heaven's sakes, this was the best. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's just like such a he's a I don't know he's a likable guy, and I I would have liked to see Phil Rivers win one. Um, that's really the o- that's that's the only reason because he was one of those guys that like if you're talking about era defining quarterbacks, he's probably the only one in that era that didn't win one. Yeah, and I'd that's say probably he's like why that's probably that's why I significantly I a step down from all those guys you named though. But yeah. I think it's because he doesn't have a title. If you look at the if you look at the stats, he's he's up there, man. Yeah, he is. Like, and he he makes. He the, actually he he's probably comparable with Roethlisberger. Yeah. I think like Rodgers and Breeze are significantly. Yeah, better. they are. But, like Breeze owns like sixty two NFL yeah. records. Like, I, I'm just talking about like 
When I grew up growing, watching football. Well, like, Phillip Rivers is significantly better than Eli Manning. Yes. And, like, yes. he has two Super Bowls. So, that's what I mean. Like, if, you, if we're talking... If we're talking football, people that need to win a title, you're always going to go quarterback. And who's that one quarterback in this era that, like, always was good but was never good enough? Yeah, he's that really the Phil, only guy. Phil everyone else is, young, like, too yeah. young to be considered mm-hmm. who hasn't won. Mm-hmm. And I, if, if Cam didn't go to the Patriots, maybe I would have said yeah, Cam. Cam's a guy I'd like to see win yeah. just because he's one of my favorite anymore. players. <laughs> not, not anymore. Not uh, anymore. Just a few other guys that I thought of um, – Pavelski is also another guy I thought yeah. of. Uh, in baseball, like he's not that much Trout. of a veteran guy. Trout's a guy you like. He's got to you got to see him win at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Donaldson and Edwin Encarnacion are two other guys, That'd just because be of their their history in Toronto. They're kind of legends in the city, so nice to be uh, nice to see them do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, another legend in the city going to basketball, Demar Derozan. It'd be cool to see him win, just because of the way he kind of not that he, he didn't get screwed over or anything by getting traded, but it's just he missed out on all this he, he missed like, out like he built he this... was the, and then he was the sacrifice yeah exactly and he, it's just he didn't get a chance so seeing him get a chance to win somewhere would be cool too yeah so yeah all right yeah so uh going into nfl uh picks week two watch the video after this and uh fuck i didn't have a rhyme going on uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to make one up right here. Ready, guys? This will be on the fly. Okay? Here we go. Thinking this of a is, rhyme. This is intense. Yeah, he's, he's thinking of a... He's rhyming, juking and jiving. You know, <laughs> over these years, the Raptors have given us a lot. And I'm going to look back on it with a smile. So listen to Name on the Front. And we'll... Go that extra. <laughs> <laughs>